to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck. Across the way from me right here, the man himself, Double A, Adamantium Adam. I know I keep changing his name on the bottom yeah. so that we can create confusion, right? We are the podcast of many, many uh, initials, is it right? It's Double A, CM, J-A-F-N. So, you know, we're trying to make it very, very confusing for everyone, but it's Adamantium Adam, CM Chuck, and just another yeah, Friday night. Yeah, and you guys see me, it's just Adam sometimes. There so. you go, right? Yeah, yeah, so we're all friends around yeah, here. We're trying to use our wrestling names, you know what I mean, out in society, guys. Guys, uh, welcome to the show. Happy Friday, right? Happy Double Good a. Friday. Happy, Happy good, good Friday. Friday. Yeah, indeed, a good yes. Friday is. Hey, check this out. Double a. I got a little battle scar here for you right there. Uh oh, what Boom. happened? What happened there? Uh, I got a little bit of the uh, the uh, mutant injection, the, the cure. I don't know if they say that. Or... Maybe you see uh, forearms popping out of uh, CM's uh, body. I'm hoping for flight and invulnerability, but I'll settle. <laughs> no for... insect turning. Yeah, no, no insect turning. We'll see what kind of what kind of powers are you guys hoping for yeah, out there in Friday what night. The alien comes out of your chest, oh, like the man. classic cover, right? You know, Superman. That's that's a good one right there. You know, me and uh me and my nephew, I always say when we played the game Fortnite, they added that little thing oh, where they, but instead of the alien bursting out, it's their little the little loop llama that's yeah. the first oh, out of okay. you. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> that's like a little joke. Uh guys, um, you know our format here. We like to go live every Friday night on Facebook Live. If you're ever able to join us, please do so. I'm about to crack my first cold in here. I'm waiting for mine to cool down. Um Grab a drink, come and join us, join the conversation. We'd like to talk all things pop culture, pop culture news, pop culture references, pop culture movies. Oh, here we go. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. See, double A's coming in clutch right there. Oh, and he gave me this fancy glass right here. Look at this. Double A's trying to class me up here with this nice, uh, nice Stella Artois. Or how does the dude say it? Artois. Artois. Stella Artois. Yeah, so we like to go live on Facebook uh, on Friday nights. So you can join the conversation, but you yeah. can always hear this podcast afterwards on YouTube, Complete and Uncut, or on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Audible, uh, Amazon Music. Um, yeah, it's a little bit more trend there, uh, more tight. And the, uh, on the on the audio than it is on YouTube. On YouTube, you get the the whole episode, that's the whole right. uncut episode, the whole enchilada. And the reason for that, guys, is because uh, every thirty minutes, what we do is we take a break, we read through all your comments, mm -hmm. uh, so that we can address what you're saying in in a, in addition to what we're saying about our topic of the week, what we're talking about. So, but at the beginning of every show and at the end of every show, we like to open and begin with your comments and your highs and hellos. Uh, so we'll take a look at some of that right now and see what's coming in. Who do we got here with us? Oh, Steve. Steve in the house. Steve. Cheers, Steve. Here's to you, man. Thanks for joining us as always. Steve says, good. It's all right. <laughs> Show your tees. Steve, I have not picked them up yet. I will be picking. Oh, our tees that we have on. <laughs> there we go. We'll give you a little clue. And it was on the Friday Night Faithful group. If you're not a member, please join our Facebook uh, Facebook group called the Friday Night Faithful, which is what we call all of you who join us every Friday night. Um, you are a Friday nighter. You are one of the Friday Night Faithful if you're here with us, uh, like Steve here says. And um, we did order T-shirts uh, for the podcast. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah, we went to, uh, what, our Facebook 
our Facebook. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, CM has a whole rainbow of colors of new shirts. Uh, they look ridiculously badass. Yeah, so <laughs> big kudos and big thank yous to the fine, fine folks. Uh, Annie. Deuces Mercado. Deuces Mercado, guys. She also, I think we're going to get uh, some of these uh, on our one-year episode. Friday Nighter Jack said, you know, people who wanted one. So uh, these are going to be coming in, too. This is also the logo that's going to be on the shirt. It's kind of a combination of two of our logos, um, but uh, I don't have them yet. The shirts here, or I would show them. The shirts are actually still at her shop. I've got to go pick them up maybe sometime this weekend. I'm hoping tomorrow morning I will because our good friends, uh, the owners of El Luchador Bar, are going to be at their coffee shop, which also sells beer, uh, called Tandem tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, it's I guess it's could call it almost like a grand opening this weekend. They're yeah, gonna- yeah. They're going to be having catered barbecue from 2M Barbecue. That's right here near me and yeah, Double A. South Side, it's it's usually regarded as like our best barbecue. Mm-hmm. San Antonio is like in magazines. Yeah, and so, and the guys are from uh they they are from San Antonio. They yeah. run 2M, but apparently they trained in Austin. So all like the famous Austin barbecue you hear about, Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. These guys came from there and they brought barbecue here. If you go by, we live right by it, so we go yeah, by. Yeah. There's always it's a line. On, it's on WWY. It's open like Wednesdays through Sundays, I believe, and it's open from like what eleven. Until they run out. out. Yeah, Yeah. and they do run out. And I've got the opportunity back before, way before COVID, uh, kind of around the time when they maybe initially opened to taste some of the barbecue. And it was really, really delicious. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I've had it too. It's pretty damn good. So I remember seeing the guy, he had the turkey soaking. He took it out, chopped it. Then he kind of like dipped it again in the the turkey juices. It was pretty damn good. So, uh, yeah, they're going to be giving away that from what I understand. I think it's going to be some shirts, free, too, right? some free shirts. Yeah. And, so, yeah, go out to Tandem. I believe it's also on Roosevelt. Uh, yes, it's not too far down from Luchador. Let me give you – I want to give you guys their exact information because yeah. uh, I hate to, to do them do them wrong. With that. Uh, 310 Riverside Drive in San Antonio. Just put it in your thing, in your, in your Google Maps. But it is called uh, Tandem. They sell uh, dark matter coffee. Uh, they're going to have a neon sign dedication – uh, they're going to have free cold coffee, a chocolate tasting. Uh, that's tomorrow. And then um, on Sunday, which is Easter, I know everyone will probably be busy, yeah. but they're going to have <laughs> uh, tacos free from ta- Taco Way Tacos. I think it's going to be free. Um, a, a DJ. Uh, wait, don't quote me on the free part. They're going to have a DJ, also free cold coffee, and another chocolate yeah, tasting. I'll get more involved. <laughs> on Easter Sunday, you'll probably be busy. Don't go, uh, don't yeah. go expecting Don't go quoting shit. me on that to, to the guys at Tandem. But go to Tandem anyway and get a free coffee. At least that's on the, the flyer. So go check that out. Uh, Joe says, let's go. Yeah, uh, yeah, Joe. I'm glad you're here. We're gonna have a big roundabout talk about the Snyder Cut. See what we liked, yeah. didn't like. Was it a good movie? Was it a bad movie? That's exactly what we're talking uh, about. We so, already revealed that. We did a little so bit. Of we're getting early closer, reveal. Joe. We're getting closer. Yeah, Joe. Thank you for coming out uh, last Sunday uh, over to Bang Bang Bar to support the outdoor market there, put on by uh, the Bang Bang Bar and uh, uh, Roxy Foxy Roxy's team, uh, one of our other Friday Nighters there, and uh, Friday Nighter Jess, who created our. Uh, <clears throat> You know, co-created our logo was out there. She sold some uh, merch. She had some really great uh, Among Us uh, hand crocheted mm-hmm. Among Us stuffed little uh, creatures. She had some uh, art, some jewelry. She sells paparazzi jewelry, so she she did pretty well. It was a good day. It was very windy in the morning, so it's yeah. kind of hectic. But yeah, but uh, yeah, let's see what else. Uh, uh, Jason, what's up, man? Hey, Jason, great uh, honor to meet you last Saturday, man. Thank you so much. Uh, got to say hello to you quickly. Shake your hand over by Rick's Comics. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to chat more, but really nice to finally meet you, Jason from Hondo, the Red Hulk man. Uh, super sad weekend last weekend, huh? Double yes, A, the yes, uh, 
The, the, that was it. Closing of Authority Comics yeah, uh, as far as in Trader's Village. As far as in Trader's Village. The yes. cowboy Mario Delgado rides away, man. Rides away to something better. And, yeah. But yeah. you can still get a hold of him, guys, uh, yeah, through yeah. his email. He uh, told us, uh, you ever have a question, uh, you, you want mm-hmm. him to look for something, mm-hmm. he said, still message him through Authority Comics' Facebook. He said that's where he does all his business on facebook and we got some great last pickups uh from him we want to show you guys here in a few uh let's see what else uh, uh joe says, says jerry anthony you are free join uh those might be tags you probably yes, tag yes. Uh, jerry yeah, and anthony yeah. okay yeah because we're looking yeah. through on Streamyard at the comments so we don't always no, see he's saying tags, yeah so. for them to join uh joe says uh, cheers, cheers cheers joe's uh, again here's another cheers to you what are you drinking on tonight joe let us know uh richard in the house what's what up, up guys rich? what's up rich Glad that you're here, my brother. Glad you're Glad here, man. You're here. I hope you got your uh, I hope you got your Snyder cut in. Yeah, well, so, I want to uh, hear. I know you've got probably some really great thoughts on it, so I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maria is here. Maria, a great birthday I'm party. Sure she's saying hi. <laughs> yeah, great birthday party. Uh, Maria, that's my mom. Awesome. Mom, so happy awesome. 65th again. Awesome. Uh, we appreciate it. Mom, when you put the little emoji thingies, I can't see them on this particular software. We'll, we'll see it later. Yeah, we'll see it later. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, hell yeah, to the Southeast, Southeast. Yeah. right on, right on. Yeah, go, go guys, please support, um, uh, Tandem. They're a great coffee shop. I've had their coffee before. They even have one. I don't know if they still have it or if they do like monthly fairs, but it was a, uh, if you like that, um, Samoa cookie that the Girl Scouts do, it was like a, a coffee that tasted like, excuse me, it was really delicious. And they have like uh, Mexican, uh, chocolate flavors, uh, on their coffees. They've got a, a real variety of stuff. Uh, the coffee is from a company called dark matter. I think they're kind of maybe, maybe mainly based out of Chicago. Um, the owners, oh, that's of, right. They, that's they right. Yeah, yeah. 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 They got some really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jesse told us, kind of told us a lot about that on our podcast episode. Inter, yeah. Uh, El Luchador. Yeah. Go he check kind that of, episode He out, kind of yeah. talked about all that stuff that he was going to do. So, yeah. And they've got some like little kolaches and other yeah. breakfast stuff yeah. there type of stuff you can get. They do, yeah. I think their own like, uh, uh, Pop tarts. I don't think they make the baked goods there. They're brought in, but they're brought in from a place that makes them uh, uh, handmade. So it's not like a awesome. store bought stuff. Awesome. Um, mom says uh, to you, Miho, Adam, and the fam. Hi, mom. Uh, Steve says yes. The second edition of the <laughs> bottle opener. Uh, yes, I, I'm. I'm working on bottle openers too. It's very possible that I may have shirts and bottle openers tomorrow at Tandem. I don't. Quote me on that yet, well, but if I do, we'll give it send out the message. Yeah, I'll go live. I'll do something to let yeah. y'all know. Hey, I'm here and I've got stuff. Yeah. If you want to come get it, guys, shirts are going to be twenty dollars. Uh, we would love more than anything to give stuff away to you guys for free. That's not in our budget, uh, unfortunately, right now. Uh, so we got to charge you guys. <laughs> so uh, twenty bucks, I think, is a pretty fair price uh, for a great, great looking soft T-shirt. It's nice. It's it's going to be a logo that lasts. It's not going to fade out. Uh, Annie at Deuces Mercado does a fantastic job with the stuff, and it's a really kick-ass looking logo. Uh, you go, you guys can't beat our logo. So there you go, and you get to rep uh, what we like to think is the best Southside San Antonio <laughs> podcast, uh, at least in this. Maybe area code? I don't know. I, right. I don't want another podcast to come after us, but, you know. Right. Hey, if you do, take your shots, right? <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Uh, Rich said that's some good barbecue. Yes. Joe says too. they always run out. It's good. Okay. Uh, nice Jason stuff. says I'm back. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back, Jason. We appreciate you, man. Joe says me and Jennifer might pass by Tandem tomorrow. Right also, on. Steve's, I'll, I'll let you guys know when I'm there. Yeah. Steve says need to go to El Luchador. Yes. Uh, 
Joe says, Jessica, my daughter loves her Among Us. Oh, awesome, man. That's great. Yeah, I forgot you guys bought an Among Us. Uh, thank you all so much for that sale. And I sold Joe a Punisher Wolverine Ooh. in the Jungle Ooh. comic. Joe, how nice. was that? I, I told you. I I was very reluctant to sell the few comics I had there. <laughs> like uh, Friday Nighter John, a Holty Bear, was giving me a hard time. He was like, are you going to put the comics on the table? I was like, yeah, if people, if somebody asks me, I'll show them. But if they don't ask, I'm not going to show them. Yeah. So, so I came home with my comics. But it was a small short box. Um, mom's put some more. I think mom put some more graphics there if you're on the Facebook Live. Uh, mom, we appreciate that. Joe says he's drinking on the Deftones beer. Oh, Joe, save one for me. Yeah. I want to try that. Uh, Rich says I have some good thoughts on the movie. Okay, Cannot wait yeah. to hear it. Uh, Let says hi, handsome cousins. Hi, Let. Hi, beautiful cousin <laughs> Let. Uh, Joe says, I miss Mario already. We do too. Uh, Jason, Jason says that. I'm sorry. Jason, I totally feel you on that. We also miss him very much already, man. Gone, gone. I feel, you know, we're saying gone too soon. We're gone too soon from the, from the San Antonio at least. Yeah. But uh, I know we'll be seeing more Mario in the future. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rich says, what are the prices for the bottle openers? Uh, one of these, Rich, right here, we're selling them for, it's two-sided. There's the black side. It's, it's they're, they're all like this. I think the colors might vary. I don't have them yet in my possession, but when I do, uh, Oh, I'll let you pick. Uh, they're five bucks. These are five five dollars, uh, Rich. So, uh, if you if you want one, please let me know. Uh, you guys can also always send me a private message or send a, the podcast a private message, and we'll both see it. Me and uh, Double A. Uh, let's see what else we got in there. Yeah, Rich said best uh, pop culture podcast. Yes, and, that's what we want to hear. And Joe goes fuck that. Uh, fuck that. This is the best podcast. All right, and there you go. I'll take that right there, Joe. And so Joe and Joe says uh, my kid took the comic. That's right on, man. Let so. the kids read the comics, man. That's all good stuff there. Uh, and then Rich says, when you get some, uh, I will definitely take one. All right. I appreciate it. They're very good, very sturdy. And you know what? It's great about them. Uh, Rich, they go right into your wallet. Like if you have a credit card slot in your wallet, it slides right in there. It's perfect. I, I have one in mine. Uh, so, uh, Double A, what do we got first, man? Adrenalize me. What's up on the news? Was there some, There was. I feel like there was a lot of stuff that went on. Well, like. uh, on April Fool's Day, uh, Creepshow premiere. Uh, mm -hmm. Season two. So if any of you guys are creep show fans, uh, hey, it's out there right now. I can't wait to catch up. Mm -hmm. I love season mm -hmm. one. Lots of great Easter eggs, guys, from the creep show movies and Stephen King stuff in that original, uh, that first, uh, well, at least the first episode for sure. But I watched the whole season. There was a great werewolf episode in there. We yeah. talked about our yeah. werewolf yep. episode. Yep. Uh, the makeup and everything done by Greg Nicotero, mm -hmm. famous from The Walking Dead. So it looks fantastic. Um, some of it is cheesy, but that's also a hallmark yeah, of creep show. Yeah. It, if mm -hmm. you've seen parts, one and two then yeah. yeah if you like elvira stuff and like you know joe <laughs> yeah. bob's driving you, yeah. you're gonna dig it you're gonna dig um it. speaking of walking dead mm -hmm. uh this is gonna be if you guys are still into walking dead this sunday is gonna be the last episode oh excuse me of this first half but it's gonna be negan's origin mm -hmm. so we're i'm very gonna, excited we're finally gonna see lucille the, the uh, origins yeah. yeah 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 and how he becomes negan so i'm hoping this one's going to be so much better than the comic book origin mm. um i did not really enjoy the the comic book form i don't think he's a good writer <laughs> robert kirkman i don't think he's very much of a good writer that's just me though he's he's fucking banking it though so mm -hmm. what what the hell do i know right? the guy's smart <laughs> i give him that yeah uh, yeah it's quite the same businessman uh, for sure the comic so. book it, it just it reads fast and it's just i don't know i don't i don't think it's uh, i don't think it's really good uh comic so. but we both still enjoy the show <laughs> yeah. right i haven't yes. really heard your yes. opinion we haven't talked about uh, this uh, of, your, of the last been, the single been, episodes. right now these six these first six are up and down for me. Okay. It's a roller coaster okay. right now. 
there uh there's some good ones there's some ones that are kind of like dragging but I, i've enjoyed them i really enjoyed yeah. last week's uh, i did too I, I feel like we're getting a good taste of what's to come with the daryl and and carol show i'm looking forward to that um what did you think of real quickly we, and we don't want to get into we might talk no, about no, this yeah but yeah. the robert patrick episode uh that was good i actually okay. enjoyed that one a lot it's the the princess one was okay um that one i didn't hate it low point for me but i didn't hate it because i like her yeah i didn't hate it oh and then the the one with last week's it was fine i think there were some parts that dragged too much with carol when it was just carol i think it dragged too much i agree could have used a little tightening up yeah yeah i think they focused too much on her not enough on daryl i wish i could have seen more daryl yeah yeah like the rat thing was kind of like what's going on with that Uh, yeah yeah the soup thing it drug out the awkwardness with her and jerry i was like "Mm, i did like jerry giving her a hug too but it's just like there was like that really like there you're you guys are still awkward yeah you know yeah like you were with ezekiel you're with jerry and And we're like so far in the future now i'm like how long have y'all been around each other yeah but there was just this beat when she said what she said, and he just leaned in for the hug, and I was like, "That was in my mind." I was like, "Yes, that's yeah. exactly what you do. You you yeah. hug a person like that yeah. right then." But um, but uh, speaking of Kirkman, uh, you just told me right before we went on his new show, Invincible, on Amazon. That's gaining a lot of praise. So guys, I'm, I'm gonna probably check that out when yeah. I get a chance. Quick episodes, not like a full hour. Uh, Amazon Prime animated, amazing voice cast. If you guys miss Glenn from The Walking Dead. Steven Yoon, now Academy Award nominated, That's is right. the, the voice That's of the right. primary character, Invincible. Uh, his dad is the voice J.K. Simmons, who's going to be in what we <laughs> talk about tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know J.K. Simmons, obviously, as J. J. Jonah, J. Jonah from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but also as Commissioner Gordon in the, oh, in hey. the uh, Justice And Tom Holland one, too. That's right. And we're going to talk about Also, J.K. Yeah. was in it now. I forgot about that. In yeah. the Marvel verse, too, the, the Marvel Studios verse. Uh, so J.K. Simmons, um, Sandra O. Oh, uh, people like her from the That's Killing right. Eve show. Right. She's the voice yeah, yeah. of the mom. She was in Grey's Anatomy too, right? I believe so. She yeah. was in Grey's Anatomy, and then uh, oh shoot, I might not, I might be wrong about the Killing Eve. I don't know if that is Sandra. No, Somebody no, correct me uh, if I'm wrong. But um, yeah. Anyway, she's great as as one of the voice. Uh, if you look, we talked about King Ezekiel. King Ezekiel's voice. Uh, Carrie Payton is also one of the voices Which in the show. I didn't know until I saw like Talking Dead. I didn't know he was actually the voice of Cyborg. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's right. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, Zazie Beats. If y'all like Zazie Beats, she was Domino Domino. and Deadpool and also in in the Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, the the love interest. Uh, (laughs) So so she's in that. It's an amazing voice cast, guys. Uh, One of my favorite guys uh, from the uh, How Did This Get Made podcast. Uh, And he's also Rafi in The League. Uh, Jason Madzukas. He's also in um, uh, a voice in... uh, uh, Big Mouth on Netflix, which is fantastic. His voice is very distinct. You know it right away. And he's a great podcaster. That's a great podcast. He did a good episode on the Snyder uh, Cut. If you guys want to hear something in addition to ours, a supplementary uh, podcast, go check out How Did This Get Made. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Invincible, man, it's really cool. If you guys are fans of things like Kick-Ass, if you're fans of things like uh, The Boys, you will love Invincible. Check it out on Amazon Prime. Uh, you will not be disappointed. And if you are, let me know. Um who are we saying with regarding oh what i wanted to tell you was did you watch the talking dead episode with with robert patrick no i didn't so he did a cool thing so i think towards the end um chris hardwick asked him he says can you give us a little t1000 run a little bit and then he goes i'll do you a little bit better and he went like this and he gave him the finger and he uh, gave it, it was man. very cool and he was nice. like yes like he was cheering nice. it was pretty cool 
Uh, another great thing I got to see, Double uh, A, I mentioned it to you before we were on air. Uh, guys, you want to see a cool documentary that's like, you know, you're not, I don't like documentaries, boring, blah, blah. Not, <laughs> this is a not, not boring documentary. It's a very entertaining, very fun, very quick documentary. Go on um, Netflix. Netflix and check out The Last Blockbuster. I want to see that. Show. Man, if you guys are like us, kids of kind of yeah, the 90s, yeah. it will. It was Hollywood video and Blockbuster for me. Man, you know, I mean, I remember Video Central when HB had Video Central, yeah. then it switched. And then... Yeah, I, I remember that very little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I remember it's Hollywood video mostly. And I did, I, I briefly had a crush on a girl that worked at Hollywood Video when I lived on the west side of San Antonio. And then we did go on several dates. And that was like my dream to date a girl that worked at a video store. I never got any video free videos, though. And I never worked in a video store myself. So, okay. Well, that was a waste. Yeah. And, and it didn't work out, sadly. But, you know, I'm better off now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, you know, accomplishing the dream of dating someone that worked at a video store. Well, there you go. So, anyway, guys, it totally transports you back, puts you in the fields. It's a great story as well of, of kind of small business and how things happened and you know how the world in a sense changed like we saw a business yeah. rise and then yes. you know fall I, you know honestly I, mean? I never thought redbox would even come close to putting something like that out i mean uh in 2009 i was still renting from blockbuster the one in converse mm. interesting <laughs> yeah interesting yeah so um you know i mean man they, that's where i used to rent thundercats that's where i used to rent the wrestling tapes man the the old movies that I wanted to see, the 50s movies, the 60s movies, mm -hmm. the 80s movies, you know? And what, what do we always talk about, right? When we talk about our logo and other logos, the Michael Jordan logo, things that are so iconic. Yeah. That Blockbuster logo was yes. one of those logos. It yeah. was just like you never – that'd be like if somebody told us Coke was going out of business. I'd be like, what the fuck? Or McDonald's. Yeah. I'd be like – It was just unheard of unheard for us. Of, that, like, yeah. You know, this little machine would put out these – you know, all these blockbusters. I'm mm -hmm. like, man. Pretty wild, man. Pretty wild. But great, great. Uh, yeah, watch, I want to see it. That's on my watch list. Yeah, very entertaining and very fun. Some good interviews uh, from people that you do know, like Kevin Smith and uh, people that talk Was about Tarantino. No, no <laughs> okay. but he, he gets mentioned, and they show a picture okay. of him. He gets okay. mentioned specifically by um, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy says okay. uh, he kind of used a little bit of what he thought Tarantino would be like for his character in the screen movies. Okay. He's like, I thought that's how he would be That's like right. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so forgot about that cool. part. Yeah. And he, he has a really cool story about Blockbuster. Then they interview some other actors that actually worked at Blockbusters and said, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it was man. a part I, of the fabric I, of yeah, our... It was so up, cool right? because they would sell popcorn and mm -hmm. they would sell the movie candies. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, on the way out, you know, and they even sold rewinders, you yeah. know? The, yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. They always, that's it right. always it was the, the little sticker on the video, please rewind. Please rewind. <laughs> yeah, very cool. You know, so... Let's check out some comments here, Double A. What do we got there? Uh, I'm missing uh, some stuff. Go all the way up. Go all the way up. All right. Sorry, Deftones. Uh, go down. Go down. Uh, oh, yeah. There we go. I like reading our praise there. Thank you, guys. Uh, Jerry. Jerry. Oh, what's us. up, Jerry? Welcome to the, the, the show, man. Jerry, welcome. Uh, guys, if you don't know, Jerry Davila has got a great show called um, Totally Rad uh, Totally Rad Christmas. Um, and I believe you're, you were a previously a contributor on a show called Tis, Tis the Podcast, oh, okay. uh, also about Christmas okay. base. Okay. Uh, very good fan base, very good Facebook group. I uh, got to hear a couple of uh, Jerry's uh, episodes recently. Yeah. I, I heard his episode uh, he did with uh, two other podcasters, I believe, uh, about a uh, Christmas episode of Who's the Boss? Uh, it was like making me smile and laugh because I was like, holy shit, like I was remembering that show so well. And then I heard his great episode all about the Christmas issue. Maybe you have this one, uh, Uncanny X Men One Forty Three, where Kitty Pride pretty much takes on like a, almost like an alien type creature. 
I don't have that one. That's right after Days of Future Past. Yes, exactly. Actually. That's yeah. right. It's right after that. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have that one. He does a really great deep dive with two other uh, podcasters, these two guys, and it's just so damn funny. Nice. Double A. Like I'm nice. laughing the whole time listening to it about their thoughts on things and like you know what Wolverine's <laughs> wearing and their thoughts on Claremont. I know yeah. you're a huge Claremont I'm fan, so huge Claremont. Uh, fan. You oh, you you would definitely like to hear their take on okay. things. And Jerry's a big Jim Lee fan, so we love Jim ah, Lee here Jim too. Lee. Uh, we yeah. had the pleasure of meeting the man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jerry says I remember the old creep show movies so yes yeah. great movies man uh jerry we love creep show one and two and series season one of the show if you have a uh, shutter uh which you can get through amazon prime uh it is not to be missed richard says did you hear about the thundercats movie that might be in, will be in the works i'm hoping it is going to be made richard mm -hmm. uh you know they've teased us about masters of the universe right. they've teased us a few times actually with thundercats right and nothing ever comes to it uh so i'm hoping this is real I really would like to see Thundercats finally make their mark where Transformers has already come out. Mm -hmm. G.I. Joe has already come out, mm -hmm. you know. So. He-Man, Turtles. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you guys yeah, hear Turtles even got like a major reboot yeah. in 2014. So if you, you hear our, our first episode with uh, Jack from Toy Dojo, uh, we did called uh, I Love the 80s Cartoons. Uh, we kind of talk about some of these things where we're like, man, Thundercats is kind of the untouched property, mm -hmm. uh, but ripe for the picking. And so it now sure we hear is. that yeah. uh, also what came out this week, you know, Kong versus Godzilla, but it'll be that director working on Thundercats, uh, which I'm sure will be stellar because, you know, you haven't seen it yet, but guys, if you haven't no, seen I've Kong, just been reading all the reviews, everything's just like fantastic two big thumbs up for me uh, i loved it rob liefeld the creator of deadpool cable says those are the, some of the best fight scenes he's ever seen so mm -hmm. i mean it was it i felt like it delivered i would go back and rewatch it y'all know i'm big on that i would buy this thing on blu-ray and a steel box if it came out if they did a box set of those movies i'd buy the box set because they're all pretty solid i really enjoy them they're fun and i gotta say guys after seeing snyder cut and i'm not i'm not bad mouthing it but i'm just saying after seeing it and it's heavy and it's dark uh this is kind of nice it felt like a popcorn flick it felt like a summer flick yeah, it felt good. like you know what i mean it was kicking i know it one off. of our guys uh robert i think went to go see it at the at oh the bobby theater. yeah bobby, bobby yeah, went yeah. to the theater yeah. yeah oh yeah and robert Robert's and robert also right with, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, he had a nice uh, he drink. He by JR, yeah. He had a nice little drink, and he was like, man, it was a great experience to see it at the theaters again. So. I, I will tell you this, guys. When I was watching it at my home, at home on my TV, which is only about like 65 inches, uh, I was – I was my immediate thoughts in, in, the, in the first kind of scene, you know, that's – a good scene uh was like damn this would look so good in the theater like i was that mm -hmm. was in my mind guys that's part of the reason why i got you know my mutant shot this you know ready to 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 hopefully get back out there uh um, shit as soon as i get mine i'm i'm probably gonna go back out there yeah and, i mean know? that hey we'll sit in the back row at the yeah. top that way yeah. no no yeah. no blowback yeah. but gosh dang it it looked really rad on tv and i was like i know this thing must look gorgeous in the movie theater and probably sound amazing yeah my soundboard does no justice no to that movie. no not not when it comes to the theater it's like when i saw oh, bohemian rhapsody mm -hmm. it was so great hearing that queen music mm -hmm. like loud and then whenever i see it like here on tv yeah it's just like golly i just, know like you actually can feel what queen was kind of like just a little bit <laughs> with, yeah. with sound, you know? And so, yeah, so when I see it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a lay down whenever I see it. Well, Bohemian One Rhapsody. day when we move this podcast to a big studio, uh, Double A can convert this room into an actual theater room for himself. <sighs> get it to yeah. the big – But I still need it loud, man. I need it oh, you got to get that speaker set. Yeah. Let me set you up in here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Foxy Rocks. He says, Roxanne. hey, CM Chuck and Double A. What's up, Rocks? Appreciate you being here. Joe says, uh, Jerry says, uh, first off, Jerry, oh, he sorry. goes, I liked his writing on Invincible. Okay. 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 
Maybe that's more suited to and him. He's writing the show too. Yeah, so and, so and maybe, it's good. So maybe it's suited to him because I I'm not a big fan of his Walking Dead at all. So. I only got through that first book and I was kind of like I felt what you were saying. I was like, yeah, it's kind of but it's kind of like thin. you know I hate saying it, but it's kind of like that's like images thing. Yeah, image comics. It's yeah. always art over yeah. writing substance so, written, yeah. big stories yeah. well the art in those books isn't really killer either to me it's i mean it's not, not it's but not image is mostly there. known for their art more than the story so <laughs> i think maybe what yeah. happened with walking dead is that people really got into the characters and that began that love yeah, because that's they how the show is right yeah. right yeah. oh let's see here uh, uh joe now says uh kirkman got invincible out on amazon yeah that's yeah, where we're gonna definitely. see it uh, Jerry says he hasn't seen it yet, but it's on his watch list. Awesome. Uh, then he mentions that that uh, Jason uh, uh, Matt Dukas yeah, is Jason. awesome on there. Definitely is. Uh, Jerry says he's a huge fan of his work. I love him. Joe says Sandra O oh, used to come on an R list for us old folks. Uh, I oh, remember R list, but right. I never right. saw R list. Okay, so. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. So okay, good good deal, Joe, on that. Uh, Joe's telling Jerry, uh, watch animals on HBO animals. Max, not kid friendly and maybe wife friendly. We yeah. we talked about this this weekend, I think. Uh, Joe, uh, animals, me, you, and Friday Nighter Holty Bear, uh, pretty much a kind of like a bit of like a raunchy type comedy, Is I it? think. Um, but what what you what Joe and John were saying about it, I was like, I'm interested, so I need to okay. check it out. Animals, okay. uh, good selection there. Uh, Yelly in the house says, Hi, Yelly. primos. Hi, prima. Want to let you know that I have you and Mario's order. Uh, I'll be picking it up hopefully tomorrow. So uh, you guys, uh, Mario covered it. It's good. And I, I can't wait to see them myself because I would like to show those. Um, but uh, or you guys take pictures so that I can post them. But uh, yes, yeah, your order should be ready. Uh, Jerry says, I remember. Um, Movie Land video in McAllen. Oh, nice. Nice. Down on the border. That That's one I do not know. Uh, that might have been a, a local, it sounds like, Jerry. Uh, but we have been to McAllen for the con down yeah. there, South yeah. Texas. South Texas yeah. con. Uh, Joe says, "Freaking Paul oh. Shear is great." Ah, yes, I love Paul Shear, man. Excellent. Again, the other host of well, the, I guess he's the main host of How Did This Get Made? Uh, but oh, he does a great oh, job. Oh, Sorry, oh. guys, I kind of scrolled around when when uh, when uh, Double A was reading comments. Okay, right there, right there. <laughs> Jerry says he rented so many movies and games from there. Uh, Richard says, damn, I remember Hollywood video and you were able to rent out a VCR if you didn't have one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Joe says, funny, the fall of blockbusters because of... Guys, sorry about that. You probably heard me just drop out on the audio. If you're one of our audio listeners, I missed the 30 minute mark. And so you didn't get to hear our break. Uh, as you know, every 30 minutes, we take a break. We read through your comments and answer your questions. Um, but, uh... You know, we want to hear everything you have to say about all things pop culture, but especially in relation to our topic tonight, uh, which I'm about to bring up right now. You'll hear me at the end of this 30 minute break mention a commercial that's for our audio listeners because uh, I forgot to do it or didn't get to do it in the first part. So, but guys, uh, without further ado, if our shirts weren't enough of a giveaway, I don't know, did double A change the back here a little no, bit? No, 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 not tonight. Okay, yeah. no need to change. It's not just curious. I always like to look at that aspect, but I know you've got plenty of stuff over here. Um, that I can film on TikTok later because I forgot to do that too. Right. <laughs> but I'll definitely get to it, guys. It's been talked about for years. Back yeah, in 2015, I didn't even think this was real. Yeah, in 2015, a movie came out that people had been waiting for their entire lives. Mm -hmm. These yeah. characters yeah. right here. Uh, if you're a DC guy, we happen to be Marvel guys, but we also love DC. Don't let anybody get tell you otherwise. Uh, my Superman is my all-time favorite character. I'm rocking the man right here on my wristband. I uh, wear it as many times as often as I can. This is made by my father-in-law. Um, 
Now, you we know, may shit on Batman a little bit. But. Yeah, we do shit on Batman a little bit. The comic book version, but we love the Batman animated series, Batman. Like, like that's like a almost beloved our, almost our number one cartoon. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So there's, and we love the Dark Knight, the Nolan version. Yep. So, yep. and we love the Keaton version. And the truth is, we love a lot of Batman. It's just, you know, we just get heat for what <laughs> we say about Batman. I don't know. Anywho, if you know, the movie was originally going to be directed by Zack Snyder. He had did Man of Steel. He had did um, uh, Batman versus Superman. Pretty much his uh, hand was all over this. He was right. the, the guy for DC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Him and Christopher Nolan. And he became famous off of the movie 300 based on the fav- famous yep. Frank Miller uh, graphic novel, which is uh, or comic series, which became a graphic novel, which is fantastic. And he pretty much did it almost like panel for panel. Yeah. And it was kick-ass. Yes. And it was awesome. Yes, it was. Uh, Gerard Butler's Leonidas. Yep. So that shot Zack Snyder's stock to the top. So then it was like he was getting tapped for certain big projects. He got tapped for Watchmen. I loved it. I, I did too. It, yeah. it, it was yeah. almost also. I think his ending was actually better than the comic book. Yeah. It was almost also panel for panel. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, yeah. of course, Alan Moore hated it because he hates everything. He's Alan Moore. Uh, but it was a well, very. I don't, I don't think he hated it. He just he just said, like, after um, League of Extraordinary, uh-huh. to start taking his name Don't off put his stuff. name on yeah, stuff. Yeah, don't put okay. it on. And okay. he won't watch anything that's his. So he probably hasn't even seen no, it. No, probably not. So that's the writer of Watchmen. But anyway, I thought it was a very fine film. I thought it was a very good adaptation and, of the comic. And there's Dave, a lot too. Dave Gibbons did say he liked it. Right. Dave so Gibbons, the yeah. co-creator of Watchmen the, said, uh, the say he liked it. So Zack Snyder obviously has clout. So then he gets tapped for the DC's going to do their big. Yeah, I guess, finally. You know, yeah, finally. They're going to start all over again. They're finally going to start competing with Marvel. Mm-hmm. And they tap him to do Superman. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Everyone's fucking excited. I right. am. Superman's back right. finally. Since like 06, he hadn't been there hadn't been a new movie of Superman. Yeah. You know, so yeah, not since the Brandon Routh kind of, you know, flop flopola in a sense. Uh people didn't like it, didn't respond to it, which was supposed to be a direct, you know, follow sequel to, to the Donner version. Yeah. 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 So anywho, moving forward. He does Man of Steel. I guess not really loved by a lot of people. Very I like shaky. it. Very I shaky. own it. It was fine. It was a different take. This is what I don't think he will often don't get. It's another. It's a. It's another director's vision. It's another take. You've seen it all before. You've seen the ship land in the field. You've seen all that stuff. We. You know. Everyone knows Superman by heart. So this guy was doing something different. I was like, this is fine. Now. With that, there's going to come some things that people don't like. You know what I mean? There's a very controversial kind of ending with Zod and Superman and Man of Steel. You Which know? I thought was a mistake. Um, I'm on the fence about it. I, I guess, it, you know. Why? To me, it's like, why do you always have to kill him? Right. Why? <laughs> you know, like before uh, Heath Ledger offed himself, uh, he was supposed to be in the third Batman movie. So, I mean, you don't always have to kill the villains, yeah. you know? Yeah. And Zod is, like, one of the best, to me, one of the best, most underrated Superman villains there is. So Agree. That kind of sucked. Yeah. You know? So, and everyone's like, yeah, like, everyone's all like, man, he killed him, he killed him. Well, he, he did that in part two, too. <laughs> right. They just didn't focus on it so yeah, much. Yeah. Like I'm they, like, they, they didn't just go down there and break their backs, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> they're just, they're just in, what, they, they, yeah. They were alive, but they're just alive. down there? What, they can't they, get back up. I mean, they're going to die. Where did everyone think they went? And they went to hell. That's where they went. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, keep, yeah, so, I mean, if yeah. I had the power, I'd cut in Samuel L. Jackson right now. Yes, I hope they're yeah, not. I hope yeah. they're burning hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, I mean, 
And again, you know, for years, you know what I would hear about Superman Double A? What a Boy Scout he is, a big blue Boy Scout. But, oh, he's boring. Blah, blah, he doesn't, you know, I want to see a Superman that cuts. I want to see a Superman that kills. Well, then we get the Superman that kills and everyone flips their wig. I'm like, this is just a version. It doesn't take, you have to see it, you have to view it as its own medium. It doesn't take away, number one, they redid some of the origin. You know what I mean? Like his, you know, Pa Kent dies, but in a different way. And now that I did not agree with. I thought that death was very I thought it stupid in Man yeah. of Steel. It made no sense. It made no sense. It made no sense. Again, we, we always talk about this. The key thing about Pa Kent, when you, if you are going to kill him, I don't like when he's dead. I prefer him to be alive as a father figure throughout Clark's life. But if you're going to kill him and he dies, of, he dies, he dies of something that Clark, you know, as Superman can't control, can't stop, which is a heart attack. Heart attack. It makes more sense. <laughs> when you have him die by something I could clearly have the power to prevent, and I can move at the speed of fucking, you know, where no one's going to be able to see me. Right. You know, it doesn't make any sense for me to just let you die. Like, <sighs> that's not going to happen. Yeah. So that was very dumb. Uh, Russell Crowe, though. Loved Russell Crowe. Fantastic. All the Krypton stuff was very cool. Love Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon was great. I'm watching him in Boardwalk Empire right now, and he uh, is very icy. Amy, uh, Amy Adams. I love Amy love Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah. Great Lois Lane, I think. Gorgeous also. Diane Lane. Wonderful Ma Kent. Yeah. Uh, Man of Steel is very good. Uh, moving forward, the next one, Batman v Superman. This one gets rushed a lot it too of, much. Gets, you just rushed it. So there is also an ultimate cut I haven't I, seen. It's on HBO Max right now, but I have heard from what I've in my research for this that it's a more coherent movie. And maybe what it is is that Zack Snyder can't work within like a certain time frame. He's trying to tell a big story. We've been guilty of some really long episodes here, especially recently, guys. So we certainly know what it is when you're trying to direct a narrative and you cannot contain your point to two hours. But see, the the, the thing is, is like there's too many chiefs in WB, Warner Brothers, uh-huh. where in Marvel, it's just Kevin Feige. That's right. He's the man. He knows where he's going with this. WB, Warner Brothers, it's, it's like they tell Zack Snyder what he can do, what he can't do. Right. So, yeah, that gets right. frustrating. Totally. Totally. Uh, and then they broke uh, another, uh, I guess, sin in uh, Batman versus Superman uh, with Superman uh, Batman uh, shooting people. <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> holding a gun in his hand, first off. Uh, you, you know, know uh, but, that but was very controversial, too. If you, if you have a guy that's already kind of breaking with tradition of these characters, Superman killing, you know, whatever – you know these darker films or whatever it's like okay you should already know he's breaking with what the norm is of these characters which for some i would imagine should have been a welcome thing i feel like the same people that would say hey i want this dark superman i want these dark superheroes you know they get them and then they're like oh it's not like the comic book i'm like well you're not gonna it's not gonna be both it's not you know always what I mean? gonna be the comic. yeah you don't get sunshine and rainbows superman in this dark movie that doesn't make sense you know what I mean? I think I'm, I think they're probably cold by now. Don't okay. worry. Let me check. All right. So moving forward, guys. So what happens is in 2015, we're going to get the Justice League movie, the one that people have been waiting for, right? Like, okay, the, you know. It, so, it, so real quick, Batman, ahead. Batman versus Superman, it kind of gave a hint of how Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman can work because Wonder Woman was in this one. So that was very cool seeing actually yeah. Wonder Woman. In the she mix, pops finally. in, that iconic music plays. I thought that was a very, very cool part of Batman v Superman. Now, the thing I didn't agree with was that first off, it had Doomsday, which it should have been its own trilogy. Mm-hmm. And number two, you already did the death of Superman. And and that Doomsday which, looked like complete shit. Yeah, yeah. But the death of Superman, I was like, man, really? You're, you're already killing him already? He 
you know, and and then you know the world being in love with him, mourning him, mm-hmm. it, it just didn't feel like he did enough, yeah. or the world would have loved him that much. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like he was first kind of on the scene in a way. Yeah, so and like, people really didn't even trust him when he first came out. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I don't know how like all of a sudden the world started mourning him. Another aspect of that movie that sucks in these movies is the casting of Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg is the absolute fucking worst. I was hoping we were not going to talk about that guy. Because that guy just blows. Of any incarnation of Lex Luthor's I've seen. Oh, my goodness. Even in the very, very, very new incarnation of Lex Luthor in Superman and Lois show, all better. Tom Cruise, right? Uh, oh no, he's well, in Supergirl. No, even that one is better. <laughs> even John Cryer is a better. Listen, Jesse Eisenberg is the worst Lex Luthor I've ever seen. Terrible casting on that. He looks sorry. He, he sounds sucks. sorry. They should have yeah. made that guy the Riddler or something like that. He's yeah, you know what? He blows. actually looked like the Riddler. Yeah, I mean, you just need somebody better. You know, Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville oh, is man, great. He was so good. Gene Hackman, obviously great. Uh, fuck. Kevin Spacey was a good I like Lex Luthor. He didn't get enough. I mean, you know, obviously. I know he's persona non grata now, but yeah, I mean, he was he was fine in that movie too, though. He was fine. Uh-huh. He, you know, so he was a good Lex. He reminded me of the Hackman Le- yeah. Lex. Well, that's what you say he was going for. Yeah. So yeah. spot on. I mean, good good shit. Yeah. But good man, that casting could have gone a bunch of other great ways, and there would have been a better Lex. Guys, movie. what do you think? You think Jesse's good as Lex? Are we just being stupid? Uh, you know, uh, what do y'all think about him? He uh, sucks. Yeah, he sucks balls. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people hate Man of Steel. I don't. You? I'm iffy. I'm still okay. iffy. I want. You know what? But for me, is I love the character. I was so pumped mm-hmm. up about it mm-hmm. that I think I'm just putting it too much high on the pedestal. And, you know what I've heard too? People say I saw it. I didn't like it. I never went back. But people say it aged well. They're like people that rewatched it, like before all this, were like, yeah. I wanted to get ready. I and they were like, Man, you know what? It's better than I thought. I'm okay. hearing that about okay. it. That happens. I I need to rewatch it. I haven't rewatched it beginning to end in a while, and I own it. it. It's just it's hard because I think that Christopher Reeve for me is the perfect uh iteration of Superman. Yeah, well, Everything definitely. that he is, it's just he that first part. Yeah. Movie one. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what everything Superman should be. And, and you know, I will say this about that double A because I love that movie, and I know mm-hmm. it's almost blasphemy to say anything negative about it, but it does have its very hokey parts. Sure that shit does. with Lois and sure. the flying in the air, I hate that shit. I'm like, sure. and you know what? To me, she's not particularly great. Lois, no, no, you know no, I mean? like, no. You know, I I, mean, I agree to. Uh, I mean, she gets some of the funny stuff, like you know, Lois isn't a good typist. She's right. not a good speller. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that stuff she got, you know. It and it's fun. the 70s, and I know, yeah, course, I, I know, and it's like, you know, it's kind of the first big it was. dip yeah. into the superhero pool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're dipping, yeah. you're going with the man, you start yeah. with the man, and it's like, all right, but damn, Christopher Reeve was great. He looked great. He acted great. Uh, Gene Hackman is great. Um, yeah. Perry. That, I even like Perry. Yeah, Perry is great. That's Fox. A, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's an iconic movie. I love it. I'm just saying, you know, there still has its things. Um, okay, okay, so that might be Superman. Where yeah, do you stand? so so we, he's dead. Superman's dead. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, does Batman have a vision? Yes, he has a he he sees he falls asleep in his computer or, and or sees he the feels, flash, or he feels like he owes Superman. Like he needs to put a team together, right? Some shit like that, right? Well, pretty much, he's guilty over the fact that because he was wrong about how he thought about Superman. Superman. In, in Batman v Superman because of the destruction in the city during the fight in Man yeah, of Steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's like, this guy's dangerous. He needs to be stopped. Plus, he's getting, you know, misinformation and getting fed all this shit or whatever. And he wants to take him down or whatever. So, 
This part is meant to be, I think, really cool because it's meant to kind of play on the whole um, the Dark Knight Return stuff. You get Batman in the armor, which I love. You know, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, that, I'll tell you what, guys. Whoever directed the fucking trailers, they should have get that guy to direct the damn movie because yeah. those trailers make you geeked up, man. I mean, you got him there. You know, do you bleed? You know what I mean? You you know you will. It's like that's so fucking iconic. Like that shit was cool or whatever. So. The buildup was kind of done poorly. Anyway, like we said, at the end, he dies. Superman dies. Well, well before that, let me hear. Where do you stand on Batman v Superman? Love it or hate it? Again, it was mixed. You're mixed. Okay. Because, because, like I said, uh, I liked it because it was seeing all three of them interact. Right. So that was always cool. And you get a little glimpse of the Flash, too. You, you do, too. Batman has a vision. You see the Flash. What I didn't like, though, is just the Doomsday, the death of Superman already, the Lex Luthor. Did you so. hate the Martha thing that everybody hated? I thought it was stupid. Okay, okay. Uh, I didn't like. I laughed. I thought that was funny. Okay. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know. I had to admit. All right. I never dawned on me that both their moms were named Martha. Me, me, me. Like I was like, maybe oh, that's why I started I I laughing. Really yeah, that maybe that's why I started laughing. I don't. I, you know. <laughs> but again, I didn't feel like it was like the worst possible device to get him to stop. At that point, I was like, oh yeah, that's something yeah. I never thought of. But whatever. Uh, again, maybe not the best thing to move on anyway, but again, th- okay, I like, like I said, I said I like Man of Steel. On this one, I'm like double A. I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? I, I can, it could have been better for sure. I would like to see this Ultimate Edition it just to see. It should have been better. Yeah. You know? We should definitely watch the Ultimate Edition. But Doomsday is that villain that, man, you need the league there with mm-hmm. them, you mm-hmm. know, that. It would have been a great, maybe a part one. You know, it, what I mean? exactly. Then, Doomsday deserved better than this, honestly, yeah. and he needed to look better. Why? Just put some bones on the motherfucker, Not or hard. have him in that suit, that jumpsuit that he has in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but to me, it's like you just wasted that whole death of Superman. That could have been so fucking climatic. You could have did a just like Marvel did with the twenty-two, and could have ended it with Superman's death, and it would have been epic. Even then, you could have put that in the middle, had the return of Superman. Uh, that too. Then you, you can know? have. Then you can still. I just you still feel got like Dark Side locked and loaded. You know what I mean? You can yeah. have Dark Side locked and loaded. Yeah. So then we get Justice League. Uh, finally, going to put everyone together. Finally, right? Going to have Aquaman's, uh, right. Flash. You know, Batman's. Superman, Wonder Woman, and for some reason, Cyborg. For mm-hmm. some reason. Right. I thought that was an interesting choice as well. because I was He's like, a fucking you Teen, Teen Titan. Yeah. That's where <laughs> I knew him from. I would watch a little bit of that with my You're nephew. You're not a Justice League member, you know? man. Yeah. my You're a fucking Titan. Yeah. My stepson, Jeremy, would always say, he's like, oh, I like Cyborg because from, from Teen Titans or whatever. And my nephew would watch Teen Titans too, so I would see. So that was my gripe with that one. I was like. Yeah. Well, let's back up a little bit, Double A. So here's what happens, guys. This movie gets decided to get made. Obviously, Zack Snyder at the helm, going to lead the, in a sense, the biggest team. You know, it is a bigger no, than the is. Avengers. Yeah, you know it I mean? is. It's, it's you know he's going to get Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, yeah. the Flash, Aquaman, and uh, Cyborg. Finally, so Finally. this movie's going to get made. Well, uh, this is this is what I heard because I, I want clarification. So we all know that Zack Snyder had a very horrible tragedy happen in his life. His daughter committed suicide, yep. and that he left the film. But before that, before that happened, and there's not taking anything away from that. That is extremely, extremely tragic, and I totally get his move to step away. Yeah, yeah. But before that happened, they said that he had given the script to WB to Warner Brothers, and they hated it. And they were like, "This needs to be lighter." We've gotten a lot of negative shit from Man of Steel and Batman from the previous. We two. need rewrites. 
So in comes Josh Sweden, Josh Sweden who from was the Avengers. Super hot from the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. the Avengers just killed it at the box office. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about, oh man, if you're gonna get someone to finish the movie, Josh Sweden is gonna be the guy. That cat right? costume blue though. It did in that movie, but the movie felt big, right? Yeah, it sure did. It the was Avengers no, felt big. It's definitely a great movie, right? So they're probably movie. thinking, all right, he's going to do this thing with Justice League mm-hmm. too. He's going to make it so much more lighter. It's going to be a fucking fun movie. Uh, what'd you think? It comes out that well, Snyder steps away because of what happened. Yes. Josh takes full so reins, and it kind of sounded like he was going to be finishing off the movie. Like I never heard that. Zach had actually finished the whole damn movie. No, yeah, you know? it was it was ninety percent done except for visual effects and I think some. So music. I thought Josh Whedon was just going to come in, write the ending, and then that was it. Until I heard this, Mm-mm. you know, uh, a few years ago that he just redid the whole movie. And we don't know. There may have been he may have been he may have gone in to do that, and they may have said no. We we now he's gone. We got you here. Do something else, guys. Literally, the color of the movie changes. If you can believe that, the movie is like a different color it literally is i've seen side by side shots you can look it up too it's like a much brighter movie which doesn't necessarily hurt it the music is all changed it's 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 vastly shorter all different scenes this movie comes out the justice league and it is not well received it is just hated (laughs) people hated it they did not like it. They were like, what the fuck is this? Blah, blah, blah. You're giving, yeah. It was just kind of like a bomb. Like people did not like it. I saw it once. I thought that it was like. I was surprised. I did not hate it like everyone else did, but I was not in love with it. I wasn't like, I'm going to go buy it. It's it was so funny to see him that I think it was like at one time they were happy because it passed Deadpool. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you're yeah. happy because it passed Deadpool? Like you should not be happy about that. You know, yeah, Deadpool should not even be in the rear view mirror. Deadpool you know? was rated R. So it was well, like, not just that, know, but that should not even be in the same stratosphere as the Sorry, Justice League. It should yeah. not be. So I remember thinking, telling people there were scenes I really liked in it. Um, there were, again, the scene at the monument when, you know, Kalel faces Badass. the Badass. the Justice League, which is almost identical, almost identical in the, in the, yeah, the new yeah, cut. pretty much. But again, what some people call a toxic fandom, I won't say that, but it is the power of the internet. People got online and they started yeah, to so say there's, there's released a Snyder cut. Released hashtag released a Snyder cut. Which people, I thought I was like, man, well, how good can this be? I was like, yeah, people knew it was out there. People enough people knew that it was ninety percent done. They wanted to talk. They wanted to see the version that Zack Snyder had initially envisioned. Everyone, even Warner Brothers, was like this will never happen. You, this will never sit like they. What's done is done, and that's it. Like it's like. It's like no going back. You know what I mean? It's like Dez caught it. Like oh, upon reviewing the footage, he did catch it, but it's like it doesn't matter. The game's over. It's yeah. Like, well, wrong. I don't so know. So many people. So many people. I mean, it was like 180 million or some shit like that. Some crazy number or whatever. Signed this petition. I don't know if that was the only thing, but there were other things at play. And basically, they decide, hey, guess what? This is going to be a thing. We're going to release the Snyder Cut. And I think for them, they saw it like much less costly if they just show on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, fix it up a little bit, show on HBO Max, whatever happens, hey, all right. 
we heard different things. We heard there's going to be, you know, uh, uh, it's going to be in parts. You're going to hear, you know, it's going to come release yeah, over yeah. four it's days. It's supposed to be parts. Yeah, yeah, you're going to see like an hour a day. They're going to release it in parts. You watch it that way. Then it was back to like, no, it's going to come out all at yeah, once. Which I couldn't believe it was four hours. I was like, yeah, holy that was shit. the main thing. Four hours, an epic going to come out. Right? Well, holy shit. Okay, he had a lot of stuff done or whatever, right? So but then I had to remind myself. I was like, well, Endgame is like three and a half hours, so yeah. Pretty much, right? Yeah. So what day is it, Double A? March 21st Something or whatever like it is. Yeah, it was a weird day. It was yeah. like on a Wednesday. Yeah, it was like a, I think it was a Thursday. Thursday, But this yeah. is just a couple weeks ago, guys. It comes out. The Zack yeah. Snyder's Justice League. And we watched it. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about today because the fandom got what they wanted, truly, and justice for all. Uh, because uh, the Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut, came out. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We took a long time, almost a 30-minute block here, just to get to the beginning of the movie. But uh, that is what the subject is tonight, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Our thoughts on it. We watched it. What we think. Everything. It's been out already now enough for there to be several podcasts about it. Uh, I've watched a few, and there's video breakdowns all over YouTube. we're sitting around here. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about it with you guys. We want to hear about what you guys think about it, too. Okay, because you're our friends. Yeah. So we want to hear it. But uh, Double A, I mean... uh, Let's not. We both have notes because uh, you need notes, guys, because it's a four-hour movie. I watched it essentially twice. My first viewing, I watched it. I think the day yeah, it came so, out uh, uh, on my phone. <laughs> okay, so two people that I truly respect. One is my friend at work, Lemon mm-hmm. Daydream, and CM. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, okay, watch it. You know, it goes by super quick. Uh, my friend was telling me that he thought the first three hours were good, and then the last hour dragged. So I was like, oh, okay. okay. I thought that was weird, right? So I'm looking at it, and the first hour kills me. <laughs> I was like, man, this is kind of fucking dragging, you know? And I turned it off after an hour, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, and then, you know, CM texts me. He's like, hey, man, we should go deep into Justice League. And I was like, man, I don't know. I've seen the first hour. <laughs> it's, man, it fucking, you know, I'm not impressed at all. And he was like, oh, okay, well, let me know what you think. And I was like, I, I texted CM back. I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, yes. Let's do it. Yeah, let's deep dive. And if I hate it, I'll fucking just, you know, shit all over it. <laughs> but before I pushed that send button, I was like, if I do this, I'm going to have to commit to seeing the fucking movie. And that one hour just, like, really threw me off. I get you. So I, I, I pushed in. I was like, okay, I'm going to commit to this i almost lost him guys and i was like it took me two days before i went back to justice league because mm-hmm. first off okay so the first hour it's kind of back uh it kind of shows us bruce talking to aquaman mm-hmm. trying to get him to join in that scene is much longer aquaman's just you know being an asshole no you know blah 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 i'm not gonna i'm not gonna help you mm-hmm. you know and then it's uh goes to diana with her stuff, with the kids and everything, uh-huh. you know, uh, the terrorists that are just blowing shit up, just to blow shit up. Which I was like, now, okay, double M. I hope you don't no, mind. No, I, go ahead, I, go I stop you throughout here. Um, is that Roose Bolton? Yes, it is. Okay, so yes. that's Roose Bolton from yes. Game of Thrones. Yes. Is the the main terrorist? Yeah, which I thought was like, wow, okay, he's in this too. Okay, so so some of the things I didn't catch on my first viewing, but I caught in my second viewing is like when. This isn't in the Joss Whedon cut, the original cut. Okay. 2015. But okay. when she's throwing these guys against the wall, their fucking brains are splattering on the yeah, wall. Yeah, I would imagine their bodies are just broken. Like, it's extremely yeah. violent. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, she's killing these motherfuckers. Like, there's a, he didn't hold back on that. Like, no. all right. No. Um, the next thing is, is that, like, there were a couple things I had issue with. 
in I don't know if it was exactly the same in the first one. I think it's a little bit different because I think I did see something side by side, but she does the move she does now where she can yeah, clash the, the, the bracelets the, together. The, the and and shockwaves. she uses that on him, creates like a sense of all this property damage and dangerous people outside, versus just like zipping to him and like bend the gun down and like boom, knock him out or whatever. <laughs> I mean, at that point where she'd already been she was already she'd already killed most you of these guys. Maybe she just I'm going to just try to stop him real quick. Okay. As quick as I can. Okay. Because this son of a bitch is just going to start shooting. Yeah, because he unloaded a whole clip pretty much. She yeah. managed to block all of those, yeah. you know, at these kids. But um, the, I don't know. It just felt like a very, like, unnatural move. Like, I was like, hell, why did she go for that? But Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think I wrote that down in my notes. So that's why I wanted to talk yeah, about that. So she saves him, you know, showing her her story. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows Aquaman being a humanitarian, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Another big thing right away when it starts, this threw me off. It says it right when the movie starts. It says this movie is presented in the four, three aspect ratio. You know, this is the, the director's original uh, representation of the movie. So what people said was, was that Zack Snyder filmed the movie for IMAX. So what I'm what I'm telling you guys that doesn't make any sense to you is that it, when you're watching it on HBO Max it has the black bars on the sides. So mm-hmm. right when I don't like that. So right away I was like what the fuck is this? Why is it in a square? It should be like, you know, cinematic looking. But I also heard that he said he shot it that way because a lot of the characters move up and down, they they fly, so they go up and then there's a lot of like the the bigger characters like Steppenwolf for swinging the axes like in these overhead swiping uh movements. So that's another reason or whatever. But but I don't know uh, because some people also have said that in some of the trailers, it's in the correct aspect oh, ratio. So that okay. they're saying he wanted so much to differentiate from Whedon's version that he purposely uh, cinched it up. Okay. Uh, did you did it bother you at all? Or no, you, okay. no, actually, it didn't. At, no. at very first, it did, but then no. as I progressed through the movie, I, I completely forgot about. You know, it. honestly, Sam, with stuff like that, I really don't even notice. Okay, uh, I know Dark Knight was like that too. I didn't really fucking notice, or sure, Dark Knight Rises, I didn't that, notice. Yeah. So, okay, I'm, I'm not really noticing. I'm more into just seeing what I'm seeing. Got you. Uh, Got you. Was flashing this first hour when he's saving Iris? I don't know if that's no. I don't think that's in this first okay. hour. I don't. So think. then it goes to the Amazons, mm-hmm. right? The that's, Amazonians. Yeah. And, and, and the mother box is fucking waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of that part? So I, have, I thought it was really long. It's a cool battle scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but man, I thought it kind of went too long. Well, my first note is kind of before all this, th- this movie starts with kind of the end of Superman, Batman v Superman, right? Where we see okay. Superman dying. He's been stabbed oh, with like a right, kryptonite right. thing. The, the screams. And he's yes. screaming, yes. and you, you're seeing And it's it. going all over the world. So right away, to me, when I see something visual like that, my mind is like, this is going to come in later, right? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't like it. I was like, what is this? Like, really? The screams are like going all over the world. I was like, okay. But then they explain later that it – it woke up the mother boxes, but I didn't. Right. Ha- I didn't right. like that. I was That's like, right. oh, "This is kind of a little bit hokey or whatever." Well, I but... would kind of imagine his voice would, uh, yeah, would shatter. That's why I'm like, uh, in the first, the very first Superman movie, when he screams over Lois, I'm like, I tell my wife, I hope nobody was like five miles around him. Oh right, their fucking heads would have blown up. Yeah, but then I start thinking about it, and I was like, you know, when Superman dies essentially hope dies you know what i mean and and uh you know 
Lois loses out, but the world also loses out. So there's there's more to it than that. And guys, we are quickly approaching our next 30-minute break, and I see there's already a shit ton of comments, so I can't wait to read them uh, with you guys. But um, but yeah, so I don't know if we get um, Flash in that first part one or whatever. Notes the, the, the part one is two, called three, like four. yeah, the part one is called like I don't think so, Batman or something like that. And it's basically what what Aquaman tells Bruce Wayne when he goes there to say, "Hey, I'm forming a team." Whatever. Now, here's my other thought on this: Why do you send Bruce Wayne? You have Wonder Woman. You know it's a man. Why wouldn't you send the really hot Amazonian? queen to go it doesn't he doesn't know aquaman what he looks like i mean but not that that matters but it's like you you know it's a man you've heard it your the rumors you've heard is that a man comes on the king's side send her maybe she's he gonna be much more convincing than you maybe he didn't believe that he is the that he can control the water and everything okay okay maybe. interesting maybe. interesting and also i think she would have had a much easier trek than he would have because she could fly and she's okay. super strong so okay. i was kind of like that was kind of an interesting decision like for you to go i mean like that's in the original cut too that batman goes but he's just supposed to be the nick fury yeah i, I like the exchange you know, you know yeah. what I mean? but at the same time i was like hey, that's not really your you know that's not the strategizing batman now what i will say is that we are seeing the really good Bruce Wayne that yes. Ben Affleck is. Yes. He's a great Bruce Wayne. I don't hate this Batman mm. at all. Guys, it's break time. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be, we'll be right, right back. back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, guys, thank you for hanging out. If you uh, just heard the quick break right there, uh, we went ahead and read some comments. We're inviting you every Friday night to come and join us live on Facebook, uh, where we invite you to join the conversation, be a part of the podcast, yeah. give us your opinions and your thoughts. We read the comments every 30 minutes. Um, and then at the end and at the beginning, also, we, we read you guys' comments and have you join the conversation with us. But uh, in between that, we're talking about the topic of the week, which happens to be Zack Snyder's Justice League. What did you guys think? Uh, where did you stand on it? What were the did, did anybody do like a watch through of like Whedon's cut before um, the cut of uh, uh, the Snyder cut? Because I for one couldn't remember. Did you? No, did you remember? No, yeah. no, no. I did not rewatch it. No, I didn't. And I, I thought about it. I was like, now, I should there watch, was certain you know? parts I remember. Obviously, Bruce talking to Aquaman mm -hmm. and Diana mm -hmm. and Bruce talking, mm -hmm. and little stuff like that. But man, after that first hour, I, I say that this was all almost Snyder's. Okay. It was okay. just different. Uh, a lot of stuff that was different. During our promoting this week uh, through our Instagram, that'll go from Instagram to our Facebook, and then I'll probably put it in our Facebook slash Instagram mm -hmm. story. Uh, there's a, a an image I saw. I don't know how true it is. I'll say that now, disclaimer. But it pretty much shows you side by side how many minutes of Snyder's we saw in the original cut. And it's only like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then and then the rest was Joss Whedon. And then it shows you how much Snyder's we're going to get in the, obviously, yeah. the, the long cut. We I think it's like four four hours and four two hours. Or yeah. You know, very long. Okay. Okay. So, double A, let's, let's, let's zoom forward. Yeah. So, I was looking you over my- the first hour. And well, well, first off, yeah. I was looking over my notes. Mm -hmm. I, I think that flash thing did happen because I was like okay. really impressed. Okay. And I didn't have notes. This is like from hours two to four. And uh, man, I loved it. And uh, you know, somehow, uh, CM, mm -hmm. I knew that was Iris. 
Right. I don't know how. I just uh, I knew that was Iris right away, which I was like, oh, cool. They're they're bringing her in too. So that was that was awesome. Yeah, Iris West, the love interest yes. of the Flash. You know what? I knew that too, and I will say this: I learned that from my brief encounters with the Flash show through uh, when they did that Infinite Crisis. My only time ever watching the Flash show uh, or any of the, and the Batwoman show and the Supergirl show was when they did this big crossover of the shows, what they call the – it's created by Greg Berlanti, the Greg, the Berlantiverse. Uh, he's kind of like the Feige of the shows. They did this big Infinite Crisis, which is a famous DC storyline where they crossed over all the shows. And they even brought in, you know, uh, like characters from like the 89 Batman, Alexander Knox. Mm -hmm. They brought back the Brandon Ruth Superman and they put him in the Kingdom yes, Come yes, Outfit, Kingdom which Come. was very badass. Very cool. They yeah. had him right alongside the Tyler Hawkland uh, Superman, who now has yes. the Superman and mm -hmm. Lois show. So I thought that, that was going to be really cool. They even did something really neat, which was giving you a live action version of kevin conroy as bruce yeah. wayne yeah uh, and they have him kind Almost of like the, kingdom come in the kingdom yeah. come type armor and he kind of is a is a bad guy so there's so many neat things in that infinite crisis yeah. but it is very corny and very cheesy so yeah. that i didn't like but the flash kid that played flashner very cool costume yeah yeah very He's well been accepted acted. he and even urza miller came out yeah, in the Flash show. Yeah, he came out. Yes. He did an appearance yes. in that in that Infinite Crisis, and it was very cool. Uh, so I I did. That's the only thing I've ever really experienced of those shows. Um, at one point there was like a giant teddy bear or something like that, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it was like, "I'm out." You know what I mean? But but it wasn't it wasn't enough for me to get me watching those shows. But I thought that it was cool. Um, and they kind of have their own Justice League there, and then there's also obviously Arrow. Uh, but um, uh, that was. I don't know why I got on that tangent about that or whatever, but that was like, you know, kind of the closest thing we were really getting to the Justice League, whatever. But but that kid being Flash, he was fine. With that, that's what I was getting to. That's how I knew about Iris West. That's how I knew that that was the love interest. So when they showed her in the in this uh, Snyder's cut, uh, that was cool. Now, <clears throat> like everything, some people really love that scene, and then some people really hate that scene. I you liked said, it. You liked it. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh, it's a good example of the Flash, so I liked it. So I talked about this with Joe that I saw him this weekend. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a fun scene. Uh, and I talked about this with Friday Night or Albert, who does our music on our – if you ever hear our audio version, you hear our super kick-ass intro music. I thought it was a cool, fun scene, neat. The music, you know, showed his speed. Um, but there's just – I thought it was weird when he goes to grab the hot dog – and I thought like, it was weird too at I, first. In my mind, my mind was already painting the picture. I knew this wasn't going to happen, but I was like, is he going to put the tug in her mouth? Oh, jeez. I didn't even think about and that. And then shortly, <laughs> like after the movie, I go, I'm going online and I find somebody made that meme already. Oh, like, they've got God. the hot dog like, in her <laughs> And I'm just like, uh, what the fuck is this? Because I was like, oh, this is like a romantic moment. Honestly, I didn't even think about that. I only thought I just of, thought he was hungry. The only reason I thought about it was because he grabbed the fucking hot dog. I was like, why is he I thought he the was hungry. Dog? I didn't think about him putting it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's just me. Well, it's not just me because it was a fucking meme of it already made. I yeah. don't have the ability to Honestly, Photoshop I, like that. I didn't think about that. I thought he was just fucking hungry because he's always burning calories. That's uh, right. He did until, say that. Yeah. You know, until... You know, he feeds it to the dogs or whatever. Uh, you know, you bring up an interesting aspect, Double A, because it's like even if you had never known anything about DC comics or DC movies, all you did was ever watch was like the Justice League 
you just like superhero movies. You just watch the Justice League, and then you knew that, oh, they're redoing the Justice League. You're like, okay, I'll watch another. Because that's how my household was. They're like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, it was a different director, and they redid it. It's like a different movie almost. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Like They haven't watched it yet, but they were, yeah. they were interested. Uh, but if you never did that, in if you didn't know any of that, you just watched superhero movies, in watching Snyder's Justice League, you do have a basis for the characters because you watched the other one. So even if all you watched is the movies, you still kind of know a little bit of what to expect of the characters, how they are. Like, oh, he's like wisecracking guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like a hard ass or whatever. Yeah. But it's very interesting because some of these characters, very dynamic from the Whedon cut to the, the Snyder cut, are different. They're like different people. Yeah, yeah they are. Cyborg yeah. especially is yes. one of those people. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, real quick on this Flash right. note, I wanted to see if any of you guys paid attention to the track that the truck that rammed uh, Iris. It's Gardner Fox. Gardner Fox is a huge name in DC lore. Uh, I knew that name was familiar. And uh, if you guys don't know, he's a creator of Flash. He's a creator of Hawkman. Wow. Of Dr. Fate of his antenna, the original Sandman. He was the one who put the Justice Society of America together. And he's the one that put the Justice League of America together. And he's the one that introduced the concept of the multiverse. Very in the Flash of Two Worlds. So that truck that you see that says Gardner Fox. That is a co. That is the creator of Flash, and here's a little drawing of him. If you can kind of see it there, it might be watched. Oh, there he is. Yeah, how Gardner cool is Fox, that? a big name in the DC universe. So I, I thought that was really cool. Maybe that's why I marked out so much on that one. No, that is actually, very cool. Yeah, they actually got the creator's name in there. And let me tell you something. I've been watching stuff about this Easter eggs, all that stuff. This is the first time I've really that. nobody's mentioned oh, that, wow. that I've seen yet. Okay, Just mentioned that. All I right. listened to Kevin Smith's podcast. I listened to, like I said, how did yeah, this I was made. like, that name has to be mean something. It's... Nobody brought that up. Wow, so okay. that's very, very okay. cool, man. I did not know that. I like that. I do okay. that. Cool. If, if, if for anything to get the creator's name in there, yeah. that scene is good. How fucking cool is that? And then, especially the names that I just mentioned, uh, totally. you know, Flash, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Zatanna, you know, he's the one that introduced the multiverse. Totally. I mean, how fucking cool is that? Okay, very now. Now we get into Diana's comes, you know, she sees the flame that the Amazonians lit. She goes to Bruce and she tells Bruce the age of hero story. Mm -hmm. This is where I kind of like really got thrown off. We're and still I, in the first hour, right? Yeah. Okay. And okay. I told CM, I was like, me, like, what is this Lord of the Rings bullshit? <laughs> you know, of all the people of earth coming together, you know, I was like, oh my goodness. They got the Zeus, they got Ares. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard uh, Amazonians Ar that's supposed Ar to be King Arthur and Artem apparently. Artemis, Artemis, the, whoever the arrow is, he's there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those are the gods, and apparently it's the same face of the guy from the Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> and, I didn't realize that. And see what what I was like, man, you know. So Darkseid comes, and you know, I was like, okay, I'm not really liking Darkseid's look. Look, all right, he he looks really sorry. Okay, <laughs> but I was like, you know what, is Darkseid cool, right? Darkseid, yeah. finally, finally. He comes, man, he's like, you know, oh, and the other thing, too, is that you see a Green Lantern. You see a Green Lantern. Oh, kind of looks like a monkey. Yeah. Like a so monkey I was like, okay, lantern. cool. You know, awesome. You know, And Darkseid bests him. Uh, real easy. He fucking kills him quick. Chops off his hand. The uh, the cool part was still is that they showed the ring flying off. Right. That was cool. Right. I like that. And he almost kind of grabs it. Yeah, which it. I thought was weird. I was like, what the fuck? You're not even... Like the ring should have like flown away, right? Like, away. Real quick, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I that guess... guy was not a very uh, willpower Green Lantern because <laughs> no, he wasn't. He got smoked. So I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like Darkseid just fucking off the Green Lantern. Yeah, cool. 
Good right? start. Good start. All right. But then he gets fucked up by Ares and Zeus. I was like, that wasn't then, cool. And then that man that acts like penetrates him and he's like bleeding all over the place and his guys grab him and yeah. And they're like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. He got beat like that? Just it, like that. And I know it's supposed yeah. to be like young dark side. Because yeah, it's, it's this is millennia ago, right? And then, so, and then my friend at work, the one I was saying about, he's the one that told me what well, it was supposed to be like the old gods versus the new gods. I was like, oh. Well, that kind of puts a spin on it. I was yeah, like, kind of well, I mean, it was just him, though. I know, just... but well, you know how like all that dark side, decide, you know, Calabac, Orion, they're all supposed to be the new gods. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Zeus and them are the old the gods. Old gods. Okay. So it's kind of like a meeting of the old gods versus the new gods. Okay. And uh, I was like, I don't know, man. He, he got beat like real quick. Uh, <laughs> Zeus and Ares just beat the shit out of him. And I know you're a back. big dark side guy. I am. So. Just to see him like, like fucking get bitched out like that, I was like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, you know. Yeah, I was like, "What is that?" Um, that scene was okay to me. Uh, I just thought I like, didn't like the Lord of the Rings stuff. I'm yeah, sorry. I thought like the the King of Men. I didn't know that was supposed to be King Arthur. I thought I he, read somewhere that it's supposed to be King Arthur. Yeah, so I was like, all right. I thought he just looked kind of sorry. I was. I like, thought so you know, too. And then when they get rid of the boxes, it's like, I almost felt like it was kind of going in reverse because it looked to me like the Amazons broke the box out of that dirt cement thing. And then they put it on that pedestal. And I was like, if it was already in that, why'd you take it out? And the same thing with the, with the Atlanteans, it looks like that octopus has it wrapped up and it's down. And then it's coming out. I'm like, why are you taking it out? (laughs) Wherever that is, put it fucking back there. And then, and people have said this, but I thought it too. The men just throw it in a fucking hole. Yeah. Not even a deep hole, yeah. like a I hole I like, could dig in like 30 minutes. Remember? Yeah. yeah. I was like, why the fuck would you put it there? Like, you know, that, but else. these boxes are so fucking important that Dark Side never comes back for him. Ever? Yeah. Now, I have been hearing that. <sighs> that he forgot. How did he forget? But I said this hey, he fucking maybe he blocked out that mental trauma. You know yeah, I mean? But like, you know what? These fucking boxes are so important to him. And he's like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I have other plans to conquer. I forgot which one we're, where they were at. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe one day we get an axe in our shoulder and get dragged off. I, don't know. I want to forget that day. <laughs> that looked like his major weapon. I don't know. Oh, and then we get introduced. Oh, so before that, we get introduced to fucking Steppenwolf again. Okay. Now, now, now. I want to stop on this point right here real quick. I fucking hate that Joss Whedon cut Steppenwolf. He looks like total shit. I kept saying that the face Rowdy looked like it reminded me of Ted Cruz. I was like, is that, did they use Ted Cruz's face? Like, is that a real actor? Like, who the fuck plays him in that Joss Whedon cut? Somebody answer me that question. I thought it fucking sucked. I know it looked Caesar terrible. the voice. I don't know who's supposed to be the Oh, uh, what's his name? Syrian. Syrian. Uh, uh, I wasn't say Syrian Hines, but that's the other actor. No, no, yeah. Uh, I know you're talking like about. That, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. If that's him, that's but fine. He's just the voice. Just the voice. That that Steppenwolf looks like shit. This Steppenwolf, to me, I have this in two. I have I have I wrote two different pages of notes on I have it on both. This Steppenwolf looks a lot better, a lot more intimidating, a lot more badass to me. I love the way the armor like is like moving and living. I think that's so cool. So Vast improvement on several for me. You go. So this is what I put right here in my notes because <laughs> this was like the first thing. So I think Seven Wolf fucking blows. And, Wait, as a character? Yeah. Or, okay. And I put he is the equivalent to Ronan. 
I said that was my that was like how I saw Steppenwolf. Like he was Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, he's a heavy hitter. Uh, oh, I get you. I get you. He's a heavy hitter, but no one gives a shit about him. No one cares about him, you know, and he's just well to, to your point, we could say that Guardians kind of downplayed Ronan too, because he was pretty bad. Man, Ronan the accuser. Man, he was dope. But see, at least they put him in a movie like Guardians. That's true. And he you was know, the primary bad guy in that one. Steppenwolf, I was like... No, I agree with you. He is 100% that role, but, I mean, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with him really being, like, the bad guy. I just, you know... In this look. In that other one, just, I was like, man, you look like you suck. I, you know what? The looks like really didn't bother me. It's just the, the character itself. I, I just don't believe that this should have been the main bad guy. Of Justice League Part One, you would have put Darkseid right away. I wouldn't even have put Darkseid. I would have put someone else. You maybe would have done the Doomsday. I wouldn't story. even have done. Yeah, I wouldn't have done Darkseid at all. Yeah. I would have done Doomsday. Yeah, you who still would have got the League. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you still got the League. Or even like a Brainiac. Shit, what can he have done, Brainiac? That'd have been fine too. Uh, a lot of ways. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was excited uh, mm -hmm. about Darkseid. Uh, you know, so yeah, so okay. our one comes and again. It throws me off. I it takes me like a few days to come back to it. You yeah. Know? yeah. After I commit to doing this episode, I was like, okay, I have to fucking watch it. Uh, but man, uh, hour two comes along. You know what? And from like two to four, it's a breeze for me. Uh, I put like I love Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash. I was still so so on Aquaman. Not okay. big on Cyborg. Okay. Uh, so so on Aquaman because it's just I don't know. I just couldn't get his character. I, you know, the, he didn't want to help, you right. know, blah, blah, blah. You know, this guy, this billionaire wouldn't come to you just for, you know, just for shits and giggles. Right. He's really asking you, <laughs> I need your help. And you're being a fucker. Yeah. And you're yeah. being a sorry ass. Okay. You hate the Atlanteans and you hate your own, you hate the human world. Yeah. Okay. But this guy's trying to ask you, there's someone coming that's really going to fuck shit up and mm -hmm. he needs your help. And, you know, Everyone else is on board. Flash was like, hell yeah. Wonder Woman, yeah, she knows what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, And again, that to me is why he should have – I feel like there were so many other ways they could have approached it, especially using Wonder Woman. It's like once he went and failed – that that scene is really long. You know what I mean? And once he went and failed, but he'd already met the man, I think he could have been like, Diana, you should approach him. You could have her – you know, but then again, the Amazons, the Atlanteans hate each other, so maybe that wouldn't have, maybe that's, and, and maybe that's, that's what, the reason why. No, it was the reason why. You know, she didn't okay. like him, not knowing okay. really that he's not really fully Atlantean. Right. And then the other thing, too, Cyborg. I'm, man, I'm just not big. Like the character is fine itself, but mm -hmm. I just don't believe he needs to be in Justice League. Yeah. Uh, that whole moping shit, it takes up a lot of time in the movie. His character, he's just like, oh, I'm a monster and my, I hate my dad. And, yeah. You know, blah blah blah. I'm like, that's why you need to be a Teen Titan first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> to get so. rid of all these fucking emotions. Yeah, you know. One of the things that I picked up on is that is that I saw in my in my research again is that somebody was saying how he's a much more lighthearted character in the Whedon cut. Like you don't feel that way about him. You don't feel that he's like man. Moping. It didn't seem like it. No, no, he didn't. No, he was uh, given a lot more screen time. And, and he also he also was was. Um, 
having issues with his powers. They were new to him. So yeah, he course. was like, he yeah. was kind of tweaking out. And I think that that helped the character. They took that away. They don't really say anything about him not having control over his powers. What did you think of his backstory stuff? The the college football hero, the Gotham Knights. I think that's what the college uh, team was. GCU, Gotham City University. Okay. I don't and, know if they were You know, the, the mom team. part, him losing his mom. I and... liked it. That fleshed out the character. Okay. That was missing from the other one. And then now, how, he, how they showed him, like, whenever I guess he's, like, uh, hacking computers the dad's explaining the powers right yeah that part well that too but showing too like when he hacks into a computer what he sees and how yeah. he sees himself he's still liking his yeah you know the letterman and everything so i, th I thought all that was fine okay what i didn't like is kind of like the really heavy-handed the way the dad's like going over he's like you can control anything you control nuclear weapons you control that i'm like this is like an 18 year old kid yeah. like first year at college yes. like Maybe that's not the best things to be telling him. Or Unless whatever. the computer is like also kind of like monitoring him as well. Uh, yeah. Part of his brain, part computer. Right. Maybe. I, right. I don't know. Now, what I didn't like was that like it shows him like he's following them through the cameras in the city. The mom, the mom, the single mom. And oh, she's yeah. Struggling. Yeah, yeah. And he he gives her all this money. Right? Yes. And, and my first thought when I saw this was and I did hear other people talk about it. But my first thought was as I was like, why didn't he go to like they should have showed like the apartment complex thing or whatever and like showed her rent paid or whatever instead of just like putting money into the account now maybe that was a better like visual you know and and like you know like oh i won the whatever the i think the atm says like gotham city suit six excuse me yeah yeah you know yeah I mean? that's that's how she wanted but yes. i didn't i didn't like that i was like no no no. you would go and pay her rent because she got evicted already i gathered yeah. all that from the story yeah i i didn't care for that storyline at mm -hmm. all i would have been fine if they even had not even put that i know it's yeah. to show his character that i guess he was more accepting of it more yeah. and more i don't know but yeah i, I think there was definitely a there needed to be like at, that should be his movie we're gonna yeah. do that show it that in, his in his movie at the end of the day i would say this how i'm gonna end up feeling is that there needs to be almost a blend <laughs> People are gonna hate this, but a blend of the Whedon and the Snyder cut or whatever, because sure. there were a lot of things that that in retrospect, and I haven't rewatched it again, the Whedon cut, but there's a lot of things that Josh did do good that I think that we were forgetting about, you know what I mean? Because you didn't watch them back to back, but you know, it helped the characters or whatever, you know what I mean? Because I think that there's a lot to be said in that scene where where Wonder Woman's kind of like, you know. She sees Batman's back all beat up and she's kind of like, you know, helping him like out of the suit. And they're they're conversating about their thoughts on things that's fleshing those characters out. And they took that away. And it's like now those characters are kind of a little bit more one dimensional. Although I want to say I love this Batman and this Bruce Wayne mm -hmm. so much more. This is probably my favorite Bruce Wayne live action. Maybe it reminded me very much. And I have this in my notes on both pages that this Bruce Wayne reminds me the most of the Batman, the animated series, Bruce Wayne. I love that two times he mentions having faith. He's telling Alfred, which by the way, Jeremy Irons, fantastic. Alfred oh, man. loved I, every I didn't think I was going to like bell anyone more than bell and um, Michael King, Michael King. That's a tough combo, man. Ben Affleck and Jeremy Irons. That's fucking awesome. You feel like they've been together for a long time. Yes, yes. You know, yes, that, I feel that. Yeah. Way. I totally feel that. Yeah. Way. And we've all we've often said Michael Caine, 
is an outstanding outfit. He is. I didn't think anyone was going to be better, but Jeremy Irons looks like he has so much more energy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's like helping him with like fights and he's with him, yeah. you know, on the mic and he's, you know, doing engineering and, shit. And, and also a little bit of a quips, a little bit of jokiness, to, a little too. bit of lightheartedness is he when is he's too. telling Diana about the tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and this, this Snyder Bruce Wayne also is, is he's Bruce Wayne quite a bit. Yes. And and it's yes, yes, which you, I liked. I was yeah. like, finally, because you you have told me a lot that you thought Bill's Bruce Wayne is not that great. No, he's no. not really Bruce See, Wayne me, that much. I, yeah. I gotta have a good Bruce Wayne too, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and I like seeing this. I like seeing Ben Affleck was more Bruce Wayne. I loved it. I love it. And he was also a more uh, <laughs> a more I know my role, Bruce Wayne. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and I like that because it's like they they don't have him being this overly intelligent overly no, you know because no. there were so many moments where in my mind i was thinking this i was in the center i was like well wouldn't batman figure that out <laughs> i'm like i thought batman is the greatest detective they didn't play it that they way did they it. were like and i think you know, that's why i liked it yeah more. bruce needed help he was vulnerable and that was very good i thought um and then like you said the faith thing mm-hmm. how weird is that for Batman to say that was him in the opposite I'm going direction. on faith. I'm going on yeah. faith. Yeah. What did we talk about in our Green Lantern episode? How he doesn't trust Hal. Yeah. He's like, no, no, you need to stand down. He's barking orders. And it was like, everyone was like, I'm like, hold on, motherfucker. You ain't in charge around here. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Number one, I'm going to listen to somebody that's going to be Superman, not you. But you're over here like, no, no, I don't, you know, pretty much I don't trust you. So this was a very, very nice, you know, like. I thought movie version and and the movies have done this well. I, I like almost every incarnation of movie Batman because it he is at a disadvantage. He's vulnerable. They mm-hmm. even focus very much on the fact that his body breaks down. Now in the comics, you can't do that because he's been running for forever and we don't really know what age Batman is. You know, comic books are different times. Certain different. comics, though, it will show his body is really fucked up. Right. There's right. even a great one in the three jokers, in the three jokers where it shows where almost like every scar is coming from yeah. from acid to uh, the umbrella to poison ivy to all this shit and you're just like damn and it's funny damn. it's it's funny because um another scene i think that is missing in this snyder cut and i i believe that it's in the whedon cut if not it may be one of the previous ones but pretty much bruce is talking to alfred and he's telling him about how clark is more human than him because he came to earth he found love he inspires people he gives hope like he's pretty much saying you know like the things that are missing in himself you know what I mean? Batman operates on fear. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he is driven essentially by the fact that his parents were killed. Yep. And we've also seen how he operates, which is very evident in the Three Jokers comic book, not to be all over the place. But it's like this guy has failed a lot of people and a lot of people have got hurt under his watch. Which it kind of it, they do talk about this in this one. Right. With well, the, not just this one, but even like uh, I think Batman versus Superman, they show mm-hmm. the costume, uh, the Robin suit that's right it's all bloody that's right it's all fucked up with the joker's yeah. writing on there you yes. know what i mean uh yeah who's laughing now yeah sure so i mean like. it's showing here his flaws too which yeah. we love this is the kind of batman that we love where he's not a super detective and he's felled his robin right you know right. so that he's is human. his thing that exactly he's, he's human. fucking human people you know uh our friday nighter joe said earlier that 
Superman's kryptonite is, is not kryptonite. It's lowest. It's lowest. It's because yeah. he's chosen to love. Now, Batman cuts off all that yep. shit. He, he tries as that. much, but it, exactly. his sidekicks usually it's, are the ones that get it. It seeps in, and then that's it. You know what I mean? Like It's like he has put people in danger, you know what I mean, because of his you know actions. So um, another note that I have here, it says um, – shoot, what do I have here? Well, I was talking about kind of earlier, the earlier scene. I don't really think that Wonder Woman should have killed. I think that scene works fine, like in the Whedon cut where she's just tossing them around. And she doesn't necessarily need to vaporize that of uh, Roose Bolton. She could have just kind of bent the gun down. Uh, I put, I wrote here, she should have just broke the gun. Um, I said, uh, scene where Bruce goes to get Barry. Um, I said uh, what I what I saw in one of the videos I watched is really neat. So this scene is a little bit longer when, you know, when, Bruce, the very is the trailer. Bruce throws the thing, whatever. Now, some people were griping. They were like, "Oh, well, how did he know that Barry had power? He just fucking threw that battery. Oh, he could have fucking yeah. split his head open or whatever." And I'm like, uh, "Now, this is where I'm okay with Detective Batman." I'm like, "I think he knew enough. He knew. He had the footage of her. Yeah, he did have yeah. the footage of. Her. And he's there. Yeah. He's there in the cave. He sees the. Yeah, he, later, he sees the suit yeah. too. It's like it's a yeah. lightning bolt. It's like, come on, he's." He's still Are, really he's, that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Wow. People were like, I can't believe he threw that at him. And wow. I was like, number one, that was in the original. So yeah, I'm they mad about show that. it where him and Diana are looking at it. Yeah. But this is okay. what's really, really cool is that this scene is a little bit fatter. You see him get in the car, and what is he telling me? Like, what's your superpower? He's like, I'm rich. You know what yeah. I mean? And then I think the scene ends there in the original. Well, in this one, you see the badass car. He's driving like a a, a mock, a mocked up uh uh Mercedes, and it takes off and it goes up the highway. There's a very, a really cool reason for that. When they're passing by that billboard, the billboard is for suicide prevention. Oh, it's a real billboard with a real website, and I think it says, um, I didn't write down what it said, but it's it's a it's an actual uh, line that's used for suicide prevention, and all that. Shit. So obviously, okay. a real a real real deep uh, message from uh, Zack Snyder, because obviously that's his right. daughter that's committed right. suicide. That's right. That's right. So I that thought that was very beautiful. Very yes. And guys, knowing that story about what happened with Zack Snyder and his daughter uh, and the tragedy of all that, his daughter Autumn, uh, it really does put a perspective on this film for me because I'm like, man, this is really like a lot of ways, in a sense, like a love letter and a labor of love in the true sense. It is. He, he had to step away because of that. It was going to be the biggest movie of his life. That happened. He did the right thing and went to go take care of his family and do what had to be done as a dad and a husband. And, and you know, he could have been a Hollywood guy and said, I'm just going to stay on. And we would have been like, man, what a fucking cold, callous bastard. But he went to go deal with this stuff. And then he was presented the opportunity because of the fans to redo do it his way. And I think that's very, very uh very very cool and and obviously that does leak into this although all the stuff was shot and stuff like that before i'm sure there was a certain degree of editing and all that and music that went into it that gives the film a certain tone i mean and there's a lot of things you can cgi in too mm -hmm. whatever i think a lot of stuff is cgi done so yeah. um uh the next thing i have here is about the i think i'm already at the point where they're digging up clark i don't know what okay you have so yeah so i do so when steppenwolf is setting up his base uh, one of the things I fucking pop because I'm such a big fan. Uh, when he talks to Desad, I yeah. like Desad. I'm like, wow, Very they cool. actually showed him, and he looks fucking creepy as hell. Oh yeah, 
You know, yeah, way better he, than the comics. From what I remember, he, he looked like in the comics. And he just talks to Steppenwolf like he's like a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, you find out Steppenwolf did something to Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Darkseid banished him from Apocalypse and told him he has to conquer like so many fucking hundreds of thousands of worlds. Right. Uh, so you kind of flesh out more Steppenwolf. Apparently, yeah. he did something. So that's why he's doing what he's doing. Motherbox, the anti life equation. That's why he's probably he's trying to get on. You know, Dark Side's good graces again. Right. So seeing the side, just again for comic value, I love it. Yeah. So that was cool. And I think I told you I was like, did Desad come out in the Justice League? The original I don't think one? that he did. And I don't yeah. think he did because I would have popped like I did now. Yeah. So yeah. that was fucking cool. So and then the other thing, right before we go to break, I want to give you guys this question: the Parademons. Are they really that much stronger than the Atlanteans, but not that much stronger than Batman? Mm-hmm. They drag the Atlanteans out of the ocean. They're like dragging them out, but yet they have a problem with Batman. So yeah, yeah. Uh, food for thought there before yeah. we go on our next break. And I have a neat thought on that too. I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring up during break, whatever. But guys, we are at about that point where we take our next uh, break at the 30 minute mark. Uh, we're going to read through your comments, read through your questions. We're talking all things Snyder, uh, Snyder, Snyder Cut. Cut. What did you think? If me and Double A had uh, an extended movie, I would call it the Just Another Friday Night Circumcision. Oh, be right back. Guys, thanks for hanging out. You know, I'd have heard that quick little bleep uh, where we were trying to get the uh, read the comments on our Facebook Live. Again, you're invited every Friday night to join us live on Facebook. We go live. uh, We do this show. We talk about whatever the topic of the week is. And then we, uh, you know, invite you to join in and, and tell us stuff too. Tell us what you thought about what you saw, what we were talking about, or or as people do in the comments, tell us about other things they're watching, things like Invincible, and and uh, you know that's that's also very great. I'm enjoying it right now, and I'm going to get Double A to enjoy. It. And maybe when we're if we if we both get caught up, uh, we can maybe do an episode on that. I would love to do that. So that'd be great. But we are talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, the four hour epic. Uh, Friday Nighter Joe called it his Godfather type movie. Um, it is that long. It's longer than that. You know what I mean? So you've got you probably have to watch both Godfathers one and two to get you know a, a lot of the length of this one. Uh, it's definitely got girth. Zack Snyder put a lot of stuff in there. He's definitely a very visionary filmmaker, no doubt. His visuals are a feast. If there was no dialogue on them, you could watch him and still enjoy. It. I heard he comes from the world of music videos. Double A. So he's a a music video maker that's why he likes maybe really? the, his choice of music huh. um i i did hear somebody say jokingly you know like oh i watched snyder cut uh or as i call it you know justice league the musical there's a lot of music in the first it is uh, part it is. you know what i mean it, I'm not gonna little, lie. it did bother me a lot yeah it was a little heavy-handed i was like yeah. oh, another song like i was yeah. kind of like okay like, I was the, like the music part know? did bother me a lot yeah. So, and I think sometimes maybe you're trying to tell a story with that music. I know it can be a lot. Like, yeah. I think you're just not used to it in the superhero movies. So I just, just I feels... thought some of those songs were stupid. Yeah. 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 So. Well, one of the things I saw that was changed was that the scene where Aquaman is walking into the water after he rescues the, yeah. the guy, they Snyder puts this really slow song on there. I think it's by. Ah, shit. I don't have the artist's name right now. Somebody help me out if you guys are out there listening. Uh, but whoever it was. But in the original, I got to see it side by side with the original, the Whedon cut. And it's it's uh, Icky Thump from White Stripes, which I felt fit a lot better. And I was like, oh, that's more like fucking pumps you up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The song that Snyder put on there was a really kind of slow, yeah, really melodic. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if it fit that scene or it really fit Aquaman's character, which, again, we don't really get a lot of. The, the difference... 
one of the main things about this Snyder cut that we have to kind of emphasize, I think, double A, correct me if I'm wrong, but but we have the benefit of getting to watch Zack Snyder's cut after we've seen an Aquaman movie, after we've seen the Whedon cut. So it's like there's a certain but does it follow Aquaman? No, it doesn't. And yeah. well, it was meant to come before. It doesn't really help set it up, oh. but you know, because there's so many things different. Everyone talked about Mira. There's an accent in this one that she doesn't have in yeah. the other one. So obviously, there are some continuity errors. Even the the talking. I think in Aquaman they can talk underwater. Yes, they can. But in this one, they're they, doing this they kind, they of like kind of air like, bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of create this air bubble so they can talk. Yeah, because that doesn't make that sense too. With the vocal cords yeah. thing. But um, <clears throat> one of the things I put, uh, we already said it that I love this Bruce. Um, you know, uh, there's a scene, I don't know if I said this right, but there's a scene where they dig up Clark Kent's body. Now, in this Snyder cut, um, Flash says, you know, we could do this in a nanosecond, right? And Cyborg just says, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Okay. While Wonder Woman and Aquaman are like in the background, just chilling. And here's what I didn't like. And I only learned watching it by myself. This is what I didn't like. I'm like, if time is of the essence, why? Yes, I know you want to be respectful, but yeah. you, you would just send Flash to that job. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got Bruce and Alfred working on this ship that's busted when you know that Cyber can Cyborg. fix anything mechanical. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense to me. They should have yeah. fixed that. Now, what I saw, because again, I haven't watched the Whedon cut again recently, but when you watch those scenes side by side, there's a lot more dialogue in there, and it's cool. It's it's good dialogue because Flash says, you know, we can do this in a nanosecond, right? But it doesn't feel like that will be right. And Cyborg goes, yeah, I agree with you. And then he, there's a point in the conversation where he goes to give Cyborg a fist bump, but Cyborg looks just looks at his hand, and then he goes, I'm sorry, that felt like that was racially motivated, and you know that's wrong. So maybe that's why they cut that out. But either way, Snyder cut all that out. But at the end of the movie, they do fist bump, and it kind of makes more sense. And it's also it's there's also oh the other part of the dialogue is that in the Whedon cut is that Cyborg is saying to him like, "How'd you get your powers?" More or less, and he tells him, and it was like an accident. And then he's like, "Yeah, me too." And it's like they kind of in a sense bond over them being like the accidental. They Creations. accidentally got their powers, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And again, I want to give credit to whatever podcast I heard that on because I, I I didn't put this together myself. I saw I heard this uh, in my research, and I was like, oh, okay, that's that's a very interesting aspect to that. And that dialogue actually is better. So you know, there's nothing you can really say about that except that that's that's better. Um, one of the things I heard behind the scenes is that like you know that what people didn't like about it, I guess, at the studio maybe was that Cyborg was so angry and that you know. Obviously, he's an African-American, and then they were like, oh, it's going to seem like a, an angry African-American at the center of this movie. Look, don't get me wrong. You if, uh, you know, you're in an accident, and then all of a sudden you're all full of metal parts, I mean, yeah. There's a scene where he looks out the window, and, like, people are playing, and it's like he can never go back to that life no. ever. No. He can never just be a regular dude. He didn't ask for that either. He probably would have been like, I should have died in this yeah. thing, but the dad's... And you when know, you see it, like he's like, like just a torso. Yeah, you know, there was I mean, like nothing left. Really. Terrible. It was like worse than RoboCop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I just, I just, I, I thought they focused too much on the cyborg character. Um, 
Well, again, I I don't know. Maybe he's super popular. I just mm-hmm. for me, it's just he's a team Titan, and that's just just what keeps throwing me off. How can you replace a Green Lantern with Cyborg? It's just it's like wow, really. It's like you're yeah. taking uh, David Robinson and putting Rachel, you know, <laughs> starting in the starting five. You know, it's yeah. like wow, you can't take out the Admiral, right? You know? No, I agree. Green Lantern's such a big fucking part. And I don't think any, like I said, I don't care. You can put John if you wanted to do that. Put totally. John in. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> as I long as they, it's one of the fucking Green Lanterns. They could have told a really dynamic story, I think, with, uh, John, with has John Stewart. John a great Green story Lantern. as Cyborg does. Yeah. You know? I, I think what it is is that, you know, they, we know, because Snyder has already said that he wanted to do some he Green did. Lantern he stuff. Did. And Dave, Warner Brothers said no. Because there was going to be a show. And also because I guess Ryan Reynolds' movie didn't do that hot. Because he also wanted, I think, Ryan Reynolds to cameo. He did, which would have been cool, which too. Which would have been cool, too. And I, I think that Green Lantern was supposed to be there instead of, like, Martian Manhunter. Um, but, you know, we guys, we do know that they, you know, they want to diversify as well. It can't be just a whole team of just, like, And like men, I said, that's why I know, say, you know, you know white in, dudes. You know, whatever. John. Yeah, totally. If you were going to do that, if that was your totally. argument, put in John. It, it did seem like Cyborg was the odd man out from the beginning, and it wasn't because he was a black guy. It was because it was a character that was kind of like, oh, you're, like, on the one of the other teams. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> a lower-tier yeah. team. And it was, like, especially when there's people that are on this team that are could, heavy hitters. That could be, yeah. You, you know, John Stewart of Green Lantern was – the hugest part of that animated yeah. series that Justice League Unlimited, right? Am I right? Yes. Right? So it's like, you know, that seemed like the natural choice, but for whatever reason, they go the opposite way. And then Green uh, Green Lantern and Flashes have, like, such a tight history, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. it seems like they try doing that with Flash and Cyborg. Yeah. Yeah, so... You know, uh, like you said, the fist bump... Oh, excuse me. The fist bump at the end. Yeah. That should have been Flash and Green Lantern. Yeah, totally. totally. They missed the boat on kind of creating that relationship. Yeah, that's always been a big part from Alan Scott, Jay Garrett, all the way up to Barry and Hal. Yeah. All the way up to Kyle and Wally. You know, they always have that relationship. It's funny, too, because, you know, the Justice, the Avengers, to me, have such a, there's, so many incarnations of the Avengers, right? I mean, I think there were at one point, I don't know if it's like this now, but at one point it's like Spider-Man and Wolverine are on right. the Avengers. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, to me, it's like, oh, well, you go and take your two biggest guys in your in your sales probably, and you put them on your biggest team. Well, now you have made them your most important team, especially now when somebody could argue for the longest time, it was probably the X-Men. And before yeah. that, the Fantastic yeah. Four. The for Avengers sure. would have been like a third. They third, were. The yes, third they were. team. Yeah. You know what I mean? But one of the things about the Avengers was like kind of like the Spurs with the big three and the role players. There was three pieces you didn't really move, which to me would have been Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. Yeah. It was like those will always be the Avengers. It doesn't really matter who else you put on the team, but those three got to be there or whatever. Although I know that at one point Cap was on one team and then Tony was leading the West Coast Avengers in the comics or whatever. Yeah. But, but to me, it was like the real Avengers has got to have them three. Because, I mean, like we said, Hulk was an Avenger in the old days. Then he left. And then he only was he there went, for like two issues. Yeah, he wasn't an Avenger for a very long time. So that was an interesting choice to me when they put him in the movies and all that. I was like, oh, okay, he's going to be an Avenger again. They're going that old school route. But the thing about the Justice League is like, yeah, you got to have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman or whatever. You know? And you can yeah. almost put whoever else around. But there's such a rich history of the certain. It is. You no, know, I, and, you know, it's. You gotta have Aquaman. You gotta have Green Lantern. You right. gotta have Flash. Right. You know, uh, surrounding them. But uh, let me get a few more notes in here. So, 
one of the things uh, that I heard a negative was like people were like, oh, they didn't explain like why Superman put on the black suit. Now this, I remember, I know this from the comic books. You know this from the comics. That's what he wears when he comes back. From the the resurrection. The resurrection. Yeah. No cape. It's just a black suit, which looks neat. I always loved that suit. I thought it was cool too. And he had the long hair, uh, which he kept in the, <laughs> the comics mullet, for a while. Like yeah, said. like a mullet. Yeah. Uh, they said that Snyder did want to give him that, but that they'd said no, no that, that he couldn't yeah. do the mullet. But there's a really good-looking version where he's got the fucking full beard and the long yeah. hair. I think he should have come back like that because apparently there was all these issues with his facial hair. I'm like, just let him rock the fucking beard. Like, it'll look badass. And I wouldn't have put the black cape on him. I would have just had him with the, with the silver S. But the thing I learned about it is that, like, and again, you don't know this unless you read the comic books or whatever. But I didn't know this. I saw it on, on another uh, one of my research videos. It was that the black costume is meant to be a healing costume. And the reason why is because it absorbs more sunlight, which, as we all know, black does absorb the sun more. It sucks the sun, you know, onto you. So I was like, wow, that's really cool. Again, this can easily be fixed by like one or two lines or whatever. We were talking about it, me and Double A. There's a great line in Kingdom Come where someone tells Superman he's got an S on, but with the black. That's like one of my favorite t-shirts. I have that Kingdom Come S Superman. It's got black, it's black and red instead of red and yellow. And someone tells him, Oh, black, that's a different look for you. Um and he says something back, but that would have been a great line for like, say, Batman mm -hmm. to give him, you know what I mean? Or or anyone in the movie to give him when they see him. Alfred, when he first shows up with Alfred, he could have said that. And then, uh, you know what I mean? Then he, a quick one sentence explanation about how this, this you know, this suit will heal me better with, with the, you know, absorbing more sun. Oh, okay, Which cool. they show him leaving Earth. Yes, to yeah. go get the sun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, without, you know, it doesn't explain it, but it, it I mean, I think you get it. You know what I mean? So uh, I thought it was very cool. I love the black suit. Were you okay with yeah. him having yeah, that on yeah, throughout? Yeah, yeah. That was a neat aspect, yeah. I thought, um, for anyone that criticized that. Um, I wrote here again, love this Bruce. A scene that I was missing was the, the lasso scene where the lasso's on, I think, the Batmobile and, and yeah. Aquaman's sitting on top of it. He starts to kind of spout off all this, you know, it's kind of like His feelings, his honest feelings. Yeah, like, man, we ain't going to fucking make it. Like, you know, yeah. we're in trouble. You know what I mean? And that was a very cool, I think, lighthearted scene. And it gave it gave a lot of character to Aquaman. Uh, they took that scene out. That was a scene I thought that was a really good scene in the original. So what do you got next in your stuff there, Double? Uh okay, so it looks like at this point that they get into a battle with Steppenwolf. Mm -hmm. Uh right here, I was thinking that man, Wonder Woman should have been able to handle his ass on her own. Uh you're so talking about that, that first confrontation. So yeah. Yeah. Uh I put that I like how Justice League is strong. But they're not as strong as without Superman. So I liked how they showed them working together. They're a yeah. really good team, but yeah. it's just like, golly, you're missing your your force. Right. Uh, right. Sure. No, that's a great, great, uh, great point. I geeked out with Martian and Manhunter. I put holy shit and exclamation marks when he comes out after he talks to Lois. Yeah. He kind of tells her, as Martha, he kind of tells her that she needs to start, you know, come coming out more and more. She needs to stop mourning, go to work, blah blah blah. Yeah. But when he turned into Martian Manhunter, I flipped. I'm a huge Martian Manhunter fan. I love John. Uh, I love John. I love the whole history of Martian Manhunter. Uh, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I think it was again. I was like, "Is Martian Manhunter in the Joss Whedon?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't think he was because I would have flipped out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mm -hmm. love John. Um, I also popped big on that. I didn't. I hadn't read no spoilers. I didn't know that yeah. scene was coming. 
I was watching that scene. I was like, that was, I thought that was very cool. And then like when that happened outside the door, I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck? New I character. Mean, I like, rad. I like, that's like, really rad. Yeah. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Finally, Martian Manhunter. Now there's other stuff in that scene. That's really cool to me too, oh, yeah. that I noticed is like, you know, um, well, number one, what I learned is that that scene is way different than the Whedon cut altogether because in the Whedon cut, she's, she is at work. She's working back at the planet. There's, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. multiple scenes with her at the planet. Yeah. So this was very neat to kind of show Lois's grief that like she's still uh she hasn't gone back to work. She's at home or whatever, you know. I may be jumping ahead actually, but what I mean is that that scene leads you to like your next Lois scene where she later on she reaches for her badge in that drawer. And what do you see in the drawer? The pregnancy test. Oh. So that to me, I, I picked up on that right Holy away. Shit. I saw her pick up her work badge, the Daily Planet work badge, and right under it is the pregnancy test. Damn. It's like plain as fucking day. So I was like, oh shit, like what the fuck was that? I must have missed that when I was writing the notes. Yeah. For Mas- Maybe you Martian look down to right. It's very quick. Yeah. That, 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 this is a later scene, but that scene, okay. that scene sets up this next scene because he's telling her to go back to work okay. or whatever. Okay. So okay. that's that's very, very cool. Um, I, I love that. I geek too. I thought that was very a badass. Martian Manhunter man makes his appearance, so very cool. Uh, I put geeking out over Dark Side. Okay, uh, I think this is when uh Batman has his vision. Oh, where Dark oh, Side is just gosh, kicking dang. ass. How about that scene? Yeah, man, that scene is so loaded with stuff. It is. They showed it briefly in the little when Snyder was releasing his little uh trailers leading up to the day of the release. And it's brief or whatever, but you do see the fucking Omega beams. Yes. Yeah. And he vaporizes that Atlantean. I think it's just like, you're like, holy shit, Omega beams. Like, I was like, holy fuck. I get that too. That's why I put Geeking Out over Dark Side. And then I put Kilowog. Yep. That's him. That was Kilowog. Yeah, that's him. I saw that confirmed in another video. But when I looked, I was kind of like, it's so quick. But I was It is quick. But I paused it and I was like, that has to be Kilowog. Now, what I, what I, what I, Glad I watched that other video because it broke it down and it said you're also seeing the Hall of Justice, the top. Yeah, yeah. No, I did see that. Yeah. They said Diana's uh, shield is there. Wonder Woman's shield is there, and they said that he's got Batman's mask in his hand. Yeah, he did. And then I yes. think there's like an arrow. There's a, yeah, Superman. Superman. Yeah, yes. there's like an arrow yes. or something there or whatever too. But man, those the nightmare scenes as they call them, night K N I G H T night versions are pretty fucking rad. I mean, like, it's like showing you this really dark universe where, you know, you don't want to see that unfold because it's fucking wild. Yeah, so it's like, again, you're seeing where Superman might be twisted again by Darkseid Mm -hmm. and what the damage he can cause if he's uh, ever gone to the dark side. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Let me see what else I have here. I said... um, I just was talking about the exhuming the body to like a poor use of time. With yeah, the that's where I kind of you, you can still be respectful if you're Barry because you're super fucking fast. You don't need to both be digging them up. You know, we kind of already said that. Uh, we said what we talked about the the Batman faith stuff. I totally love that. Um, and I put here that it reminds me of the the Batman the animated series scene. And it's after Alfred gives him this great speech where he yeah. says, you know, don't if you don't think you can win, don't wave the red flag at the charging bull. And then, and then he says, uh, Batman awesomely says, uh, you do if it's this red flag, yeah. this red flag charges charges back. Yeah. I thought that was pretty badass. Was and then cool. I wrote here, Martian Manhunter exclamation mark. <laughs> I think that scene comes right after that one. <laughs> um, I put that I did miss the, the, the last scene. This is really fast forwarding towards the end, guys. I, but- I got mine too, kind of like the – 
towards that. It's already kind of like where they've already yeah. resurrected him. Whatever where my next notes are going. Okay. Okay. One of the things I really <clears throat> like, well, again, uh, before I get to this part then, um, yeah, because this stuff is like for the real the real end here. Um, I wrote down Eisenberg sucks, which we already said. But um, well, which so, you don't see him though until the yeah. Time. Thankfully, they cut out a lot of that. But uh, you're getting into right when he gets resurrected. So yes, y- the scene that you see that we're talking about is uh, the vision that um, yeah, where Victor he's all Stone, yeah, yeah, Cyborg gets when he's they're about to do it. They're all saying no. You know, Arthur um, Aquaman is saying no. And Batman's like, no, go do it. Like, yes. keep doing. It. Like, yes. he's like, he needs to fulfill. The computer this. is showing him almost. Yeah, uh, and the computer keeps advising. Yeah, not to go through with this resurrection. And they're on the Kryptonian ship, right? Yes. And the ship's like, oh, I don't yes. think this is a good idea oh. because it knows that Steppenwolf is going to come for the Mother Box once they do that this. too. But it's also warning them about this whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. about about this vision potentially. Yeah, which I also kind of. Do you have any theories, Double A, or why do you think, like, why is Batman, of all people, prone to these visions? Well, like, it, it showed Cyborg, though. Oh, that's right, Cyborg. that's right. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the one having that vision. Yeah. Right, right. But Batman has had all these nightmares. I don't know why visions. either. I don't know if he got hit somewhere. Uh, I don't know why he's so connected. Or maybe someone's kind of pushing images into maybe his Maybe it is, mind, yeah. You know maybe it mean? is. Maybe it's John. So, Maybe, maybe, and we did know that he saw Flash in the in the yes. Batman v Superman that that, that sequence where he's like, "I'm yeah. too early." Yeah. He's like, "Lois is the key," or, or whatever. Maybe it is Flash. Maybe, maybe it's Flash is doing it. Maybe giving you him know? kind of like a little bit of insight to the to the potential future or what yeah. the future that he's in. So, so yeah, after he gets get, resurrected, yeah, we get that great scene, which I put. I was like, I love how Superman easily beats. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash. I love how he just beats them all like yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh, you see Cyborg. He's trying to fly in, and he's just like stop completely. He's got Aquaman here. He's got Wonder Woman mm-hmm. here. Cyborg's trying his damnedest. He's not budging. Mm-mm. And then you know that badass scene of Flash. You know he's running, and he sees Superman turning. And like where he's like, "Holy shit, this guy can see me." You say what you will about Ezra <laughs> you know? Miller, but his face. Without any words, his face yeah, says he that know, like, he's like, oh, no one's ever seen shit. me at this speed. Yeah. You know? So that's very, very fucking cool. That's almost to me almost identical to the original. And it is. That's no, that whole, scene, almost that whole scene is. Yeah. Almost. And that scene stood out to me in the original. That's what yeah. we cut. Oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, oh, that no, is. A I great loved it. I loved how they showed it. Like, it was like, it didn't matter how many of them were coming at him, he was yeah. stopping all of them. Yeah. They were fucked. It was like a bad, it was a bad situation for sure. So a part that we disagree on is that, um, well, number one, did you know this? I I learned this from watching again, another video uh, in my research, but that the, uh, the officer that Lois is bringing coffee to every day is, uh, is Jimmy Olsen from the original, the Christopher Reeve Superman. Really? That's him Mm -hmm. from Back to the Future? Is he in Back to the Future? The brother? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His, his, I didn't pay attention. His name's to him Jerry. Whatsoever. Yeah. And my second viewing, I looked for it, uh, and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's his fucking you know face. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Shit. So, nope. so Lois is bringing coffee, guys. And if you know the nope. original Christopher Reeve Superman movies, Jimmy Olsen, that's him. He's playing that Metropolis cop, and apparently he makes a cameo in the Joss Whedon version too, but in a different role okay. at, at Central City. So in this one, he's the cop that Lois is wow. bringing coffee okay. to every time she goes to visit the Superman monument. So um, in the Joss Whedon cut, 
it's very clear that Batman is like, you know, unleashed a secret weapon or whatever he says. And it's, it's Lois Lane. We think it's kryptonite. You're let you're right away. Like, Oh, he's got kryptonite somewhere, but it's Lois Lane that comes out and that stops Superman. But you know that it's Batman who did it. Now in this one, they don't do that. They don't have it there that it's Batman that brought her. And in fact, you're almost led to believe because she goes all the time. She just happened to be there when this is happening. So you like that better. I like that better. Yeah. I, why? Why do? You, why would you say that you? Maybe- I just. Uh, it was a part of Batman that I don't like. That he always had all the answers. Yeah. You know all that bullshit. Yeah. Somehow he knew Lois Wade. I mean, what did he expect Superman to be like when he woke up? He already knew he was going to be mad and right. D- you know, disoriented. You right. know and that. You know, bringing Lois was going to be the key. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. You don't know what to expect when you bring someone back from the dead. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I <laughs> yeah. agree with you. Yeah. A zombie half the fucking time, but uh, well, which he seemed like, you know, at yeah, first, you for know? sure, it was very uh, monkey's paw type shit. Yeah. So I like the original cut better. I, I do like that it is Batman that kind of has that knowledge, only because the rest of it isn't so heavy handed. I, I would have been okay with that in this version because the rest of the Batman shit isn't really heavy handed. So that to me would have been like, okay, that's a cool little thing that he knows about. Superman or whatever. So I mean, if it was the Lazarus Pit, okay, sure, yeah. But you just don't know what to right. expect with this Kryptonite shit, right? You know, right. So that was very interesting. So, um, I mean, that was that was fine. That scene was fine. Now, what did you think about this? So, in the in the original, the Whedon one, he gets a hold of Batman. He kind of flies him up in the air, and that's when he hits him with the line that he gives him. I always liked that. I always liked that Superman gave him the line, you know, like, do you bleed? You know, like, like you know, you will yeah. or whatever. Then he fucking chucks him, you know what I mean? He chucks Batman like nothing or whatever. That was actually my favorite part of the whole Justice I, League. I actually liked that part in Justice League. That was my and my wife's favorite part because it's just like, finally, thank yeah, you. Right, like, like it's answered. Yeah. It, there's no question. And here. you know that was, that was on purpose. Right. To oh, answer definitely. that question, just... Definitely. But in this one, Batman's got these gauntlets. They're kind of working on them throughout. They're very like Wonder Woman based. They absorb energy. Superman like pretty much blasts him with the fucking heat vision. And he absorbs one. Then it's like too hot. It breaks off. He throws it. He goes for another round. The other gauntlet absorbs it. But you're at that point. It's like. Well, fuck. Like Batman's about to be fucked or whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, then Lois comes from around the car. Not out of the car, like they let her out of the car, like yeah. how it was in the in the other version. And she's like, you know, Clark, blah blah, blah and he sees her, and then pretty much calms the calms the raging guy, and then they take off or whatever. And I love all that stuff, all that scenes at at, at the Kent farm and all that. I think are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Him and her, him talking about the ring, uh, the mom showing up. Like these are parts where I fucking get like super emotional. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah, that is like really good. Like those are really good parts. Um, but I think that whole little fight was awesome. Uh, and again, it was almost identical except for the little changes with Batman. Uh, double A liked it one way. I liked it the other way. I think both ways do work. They worked. It was fine. You know what I mean? So, uh, it was good. And we get to pretty much, you're getting to this Superman that's about to calm down. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, his mom shows up too. And, and then he's going to say, Hey, you know, he said something a little different in the original, which I think also might have landed a little bit better because he's like, you know, like he says why he has to go, uh, his purpose and things like that to go find out what's up. It's almost in a sense like I just came back to life, but I got to go face this life-threatening 
threat, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, fuck, you just got back, you know what I mean? Um, in this one, in the Snyder Cut, I think he just says, uh, they wanted me back for a reason, I got to go find out. And we get that cool scene with him and Alfred, uh, and he's yes. in the black. Well, first, yes. I think he goes to the ship, right? And he, he goes to the ship the first suit. to get a suit, and then I guess that's when uh, Jor-El kind of probably tells him about that black suit, which I geeked out again. I even put, oh, shit, the black suit with right. some exclamation marks. Yeah. Uh, and he does almost a repeat for Man of Steel. He's kind of like getting yes. ready to fly again, and he breaks like Mach 1 and 2. Yeah. You know, and then he goes out, you know, and he's like this with the sun, you know. Like, yeah. Soaking it in. You which know? is a great scene, and which is a great callback to the, the yeah. fist down yeah. and the, the rocks. Yeah. Like, and you see like how everything like it kind of like rises up where he's mm-hmm. almost powering up. Right, you know, right, like almost so, like the earth senses yes. the energy around yeah. him, and it's like rising. Yeah. So that's very, very fucking cool. I think, in my opinion, um, uh, and then uh, yeah, uh, and then afterwards we start getting ready. Uh, the Justice League, you know, they don't know what to think of Superman, so they're kind of yeah. like they're just making a plan now. Yeah, they got. Uh, they might have to go it solo without him. They are. Yeah, they're saying. thinking about that. So you know, they're coming up with a plan, strategy yeah. of how to stop Steppenwolf from getting all their mother boxes. So. Yeah, and uh, well, he ends up getting the last one, but they're able to track it thanks to Victor's dad. Uh, yeah, dad. heating it. Yeah, yeah, he makes a sacrifice, which looked like a T two sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got a very cool kind of in the lab and everything. So, uh, but even like the buddy, you know, the right, just like right, you know, it makes you wonder. Snyder must be a big T two fan, <laughs> but um, it's cool. Unfortunately, you know, Cyborg has to see his dad like incinerated in front of him. Um, you know. But much better. I like how they gave a much more meaty room. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. There was some good acting there that got fleshed out more. That was that was glad to see that. So yeah. definitely uh, the dad, Cyborg's dad, was a, was a cool one. Um, but yeah, they he they find out that oh he used the beam to mark the box. I like that. I like that it wasn't he wasn't trying to destroy it. I he was too. smart enough to know he yes. was to mark it. Yes, so that was cool. Um, and then yeah, like Double A said, they go after it, and then. Uh, you know they're they're going to start their plan with their run at Steppenwolf and at the base. You know Batman knows he's got to destroy Which the is shield. Like, what, in Chernobyl, almost. Yeah, like. pretty much. Like <laughs> this, this kind of Chernobyl thing. And and Batman again, he, he's also very self-sacrificing. And he's like, oh, you know, I'll do it. I'll be the one that yeah. makes that run. Then you guys yeah. go at him. You know what I mean? Why? Right, because they also make it. They also write it really well. Where it, I feel like they write it where he feels like he knows. Like, what good am I going to be against Steppenwolf? Let me do these other yeah. things. And that's very cool. Like to see Batman in this kind of like ancillary role where he's going to be taking care of business. You know, th- let me do the, all the things that I can do mm-hmm. the best way I can do them. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that. You know, like, let me knock out the shield. Okay. Once it's out, you guys go at it. Then it's like, okay. Even when, even later on, when they do do that, he's, he, he mans a gun and he's like, let me try to take out yeah. some of these parademons yeah. or whatever. You know, that's all very cool. You know, the plan comes to form that they know that they got to hit, hit Cyborg with the charge and, and, uh, push him, push, uh, Cyborg into the boxes. Now, I like this part a lot. Because I'm going to say this a couple of times, but this is where it feels like now they're acting like a team. It's yeah. like a team effort. Everyone's doing a part. It's very important. Yes. Everyone has a role. No no one is more important. No individual is more important than the sum of the whole or some of its parts, however that saying goes. But, guys, we're right at our next break. I see some comments are in. We want to read those real quick. We're going to take a quick blip and be right back. 
open to talk about anything you want. Guys, thanks for joining us back. We just came back from comments. And again, we're talking all things Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, for us, we like I said, we've got some comments that are kind of towards more towards the end of the movie, and we're going to get into that part already. Because again, there's a lot in between. We could go break down the whole thing. Um, but then we'll be here as long as the Snyder Cut. We've done that before. We're trying to, uh-huh. trying to save it. My, my goal, guys, is to get the show up on Friday night, so before midnight. So I want to get it up and out online um, before that's that's kind of our new a new uh, um, method to our madness here. But um, so we were talking a little bit in the comments about the nightmare scene, right? Obviously, very famous scene. Reshot. They said that the Ben shots were shot separately, the Ben Affleck shots, and then they added in the Jared Leto shots and shot those later. But it was cool that we got to see Jared Leto's Joker come back. And we could see a different take on the one that we'd seen since Suicide Squad. And it was very, very cool, I thought. It's very dark. There's a different team. There's an evil Superman. I mean, you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And essentially, it's like something happens to Lois. The reason why Lois is the key is because when she gets killed, Superman has nothing else to live for. And he's he's not tied to humanity anymore so you know you see that scene where he's holding the kind of the charred skeleton that's supposed to be lois and ah, apparently okay. apparently a pregnant lois oh and so after that you see dark side like i said he puts the hand uh, on him and it's like you're like all right now he has a, essentially the the grandest general ever uh, of any army under dark side and you know, I don't think it's in Superman's character to turn like that despite great loss. But you but... know what? We've talked about in Green Lantern. We talked about in Scarlet yeah. Witch. Yeah. When you push those characters to the edge. Yeah. You know, when they lose yeah. their loved ones. Now. God, Lee, what, what? I mean, you're just at the core. Yeah. There's only so much you can take. Now, in Kingdom Come, Double A, if you guys have never read Kingdom Come by Mark Wade and Alex Ross, one of the greatest comic book stories of yeah, all time. My favorite DC story. Any DC, uh, any 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 uh, Marvel DC anywhere, it's just one of the greatest comic book stories. If somebody said, give me a list of comic book stories to read, Kingdom a Kingdom top five, it would definitely probably be in the top five. Kingdom Come is absolutely gorgeous and epic, and you cannot – not read it so if you haven't read it read it uh, one of the things spoiler alert one of the things that happens is the death of lois lane at the hands of the joker, joker. he pretty much blows up like the daily planet he I does think. he kills jimmy perry lois and superman does lose it <clears throat> temporarily uh, he wants justice yes uh, so and, he doesn't kill him yeah you know and he kind of goes into retirement here we're we're assuming like he just fucking snaps. He's like, you know what? Lois is gone. There is no more Lois. Right. Uh, there right. is no reason for me to continue like this. Uh, like, it's almost like I've given myself up to this planet over and over. Mm-hmm. And now this is how I'm being treated. Yeah. I've yeah. lost Lois, the one person I was supposed to protect. And yeah, if you got someone like Darkseid, maybe that has those words that, you know what, you don't have to feel this pain anymore. Right. You know, let's just fucking burn it down. Burn you know it down. I mean? like, all right. You know what I mean? Now, I don't think that Superman is that weak willed. Now, in the Kingdom Come story, he loses all that, but he, like I said, he tries to get justice. He wants justice on the Joker. Yeah, with that one, he still stays Superman. Yeah, he goes to court, in fact. Yeah. They go to court. Yeah. But at the court, a rogue superhero, a new guy, Magog, is like, yeah, this is bullshit. We should just kill this guy. And he kills him. Yeah. And he's like, he is essentially the type of guy that's like, how many lives have been lost because y'all don't do what yeah. I just did and <laughs> yeah. kill? 
Yeah. You know, so essentially after that, it's like the birth of a new type of superhero, a superhero that kills and Superman leaves and all the old heroes kind of go into retirement. It's a very, very good story. But anywho, in this version, it looks like that's not how it's going to go. Now, here's what I wanted to hit you with. And you guys out there still listening. Earlier, our, our Friday Nighter Crystal was saying about Lois being, being a hoe. So apparently what was supposed to happen in Snyder's cut or continued Snyder verse was that Lois was pregnant and killed, but that the baby was not Clark's, that it was Bruce Wayne's, oh, geez. that they hooked up oh, while man. in the grieving period, and that when the baby was born, it was going to not have powers, and it was going to be, it was going to become the next Batman, not not like another oh, Superman man. or whatever. But part of the grief was that a Superman's discovery of that, and b the death of Lois Lane and the baby. And I was like, well, now you're compounding things. So well, it's like, well, shit. that could no definitely. No wonder he wants to kill Batman. Yeah, no wonder he fucking gets driven and completely like. Oh, my goodness. Because like I said, I'm glad they didn't go through with that. Though. I feel like that's a very wow. dark path to go down. Wow. And I would not have wanted to see them walk that path or whatever. Because it's like, they'd have to show us like, well, how and why did this happen? Yeah. Like, when did this happen or whatever that yeah. them two hooked up? And that's never been now again. Never. I'm all for wow. a different take on things, but that's never been anything. Yeah. Like, there's never been no Bruce and Lois stuff ever. <laughs> like that's just like really oh, heavy-handed, you know. So that's what I heard. And then another thing that I had heard too is just like I'd heard it without the Lois and and Bruce thing, but I had heard it with just that their kid was going to be born. Clark and Lois's kid was gonna be born, but it wasn't gonna have powers and be trained by Batman. Like the yeah, like Kingdom Come, kind of Kingdom Come. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Uh, I think in Kingdom Come, it's like, well, it's Superman and Wonder it, Woman. It kind of is, yeah, but it, but they train it. Uh, they give it to Batman to train to be the Godfather, which is yeah. very cool. So uh, those are things that you're like, well, that might have been a way different yeah. telling or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but one of the things I really did like at the end <clears throat> when Flash is running circles or whatever. And I, and I heard arguments too. See, one of the things I really loved they they took out when I first watched it that I loved right away was that they made Flash really relevant again. They made him somebody, and I felt like they really pussyfied him in that Whedon cut where they made him like you know like oh you know Batman tells him just save one person, which is a cool line, but it wasn't cool in reference to when when he was like you know I don't know how to do this blah blah like all I ever do is like push people out of the way like I was like. Wow, you make him so lame, yeah, like yeah. so lame. So they never bring that up, whatever. And and this and it's like you know you can do things, you know what I mean. Um, but <clears throat> I do think he could have been better used instead of running around in circles. He would have been better used. Well, fighting he was supposed with to be in that charge, right? Or right, that right, right. Cyborg needed. But then again, too, it's like he's running around in the circles. And and again, somebody else said this, but I had thought this too. Whatever is that like? He's running around. And it's like well that. Parademon gets off that fucking shot like the kid yeah. assassination. I was like, are you like, fucking kidding like, me? How do you see him? How do you know like, what time to shoot I think he in? just like closed his eyes and was like, I'm just going to fire him. Maybe like, I'll get wow. lucky. I'm like, damn, that's like hitting the lottery for yeah. that Parademon. So he hits him. But what I, I thought that was bullshit. Yeah, that was bullshit. But what I did like <laughs> about it was that what you see Barry do is he kind of wills himself to heal, to heal. fast. Yeah. And, I, and it made me think. I was like, man, that's right. He, everything that we do that takes time that's slow he can do it fast because he's the fucking flesh yeah. he can heal fast he can you would imagine he can think fast you know what i mean he can do he should be able to do everything really fast like i was like oh that's kind of cool that they showed that so he's like you know you got to do it you got to heal get you know, yeah i was like i kind of like how he like like pumped himself up and then um 
I think that scene is delightful with him when he when you know when when time is up, you know what I mean? And and the the boxes merge and they're yeah. like, he's here, and you're like, Oh man, they're done, like they're finished or whatever. And then uh Barry's like, Nope, gotta do it, gotta do it right now, or whatever. And then he just takes off. And I was really critical too of the running style in the first one. But in this one, like it kind of works a little bit better how it's almost like they kind of say like he's like skating through time. Yeah. So that yeah. is like, oh, well, that puts like a spin on it yeah. in your mind. And so that made it okay. And it looked really neat when his feet were hitting the ground mm -hmm. and it was like the lightning and it was almost like he's beating time yeah. as it unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, holy shit. Like, like now in those moments, you definitely feel like he's faster than Superman. You're like, in those and moments, see, and he's he should always fast. be because, like, I told my wife that in that Kingdom Come that we we're just talking about, mm -hmm. he gets to a point where he's so fast that he's just like, he's he everywhere. Right. But he's even like in different, like, almost like uh, planes of reality, right? Because that's how fast he is right. now that he's gone, just gone beyond anything. And he kind of shows her he is so faster than Superman in this one. Yeah, when Superman is trying to hit him. Right, sir. Superman can see him and everything, but he can't really he's hit like him. Dodging. He's still dodging. He's like, Holy Superman. shit! Yeah, yeah like, so he's, he's barely dodging, dodging it, but he's dodging. But he's still showing that they're fat. He's still faster than Superman, which yeah. I think should always be the case. I think he should always be faster than Superman. I can't remember whose argument it was, but they were like, "He's supposed to be the, the fastest man on the planet. If he's not, then what's the point?" But my argument to that is that he is the fastest man on the planet. The fastest man, Superman, is a Kryptonian. So. Uh, and you know what? If you're giving that man <laughs> that power, I think he should just be the fastest. Honestly, Superman should be able to keep up with him, sure. but not keep up with. And him they do all so away. much with it too—the speed yeah. force and everything. Yeah. I really do like that. Like, like look, Superman's your all-around badass. Uh -huh. Let Flash have that speed. That's his thing. Totally, you know. Totally. Sometimes uh, there's a guy on the team that's a better dunker than another guy. Like that guy yeah. can dunk better than anybody else. Uh, I have my notes here, Sam. Uh -huh. I love the fight scene. I love that whole ending. I love how. Yes. Uh, Superman comes, man, and oh, he yeah. just pounds fucking Steppenwolf like he was nothing. Yeah. Man, he's yeah. punching him all over the place until he gets him on the ground, and then he just does a UFC on him. Just oh, yeah. Boom, 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 And then boom. he's like, heat vision, heat vision. You're like, holy yeah. shit, takes he the horn cuts off. The horn off. Now, did you like it better than the original where he kind of shows up behind him, and he's like, he says like a line to him or whatever. He's in the red and blue costume. In the Whedon cut, he doesn't appear like that, like, as the axe blows about to drop, he appears behind Steppenwolf. No, I don't remember. Says something else. Yeah, he makes. No, but I love how it didn't even like do anything to him. And he, man, yeah. I, I just loved it. It almost reminded me of like the Hulk in the Avengers, mm -hmm. of just using him very little, mm -hmm. but showing how much more of an impact it is. Man, as soon as you come in, because Wonder Woman and Aquaman are teaming up on Steppenwolf, and Steppenwolf still kind of, uh, you know beating them and it superman just comes in who it's just like it's a one-sided match it's <laughs> it really turned the tide yeah the fight, you know and I mean? then that's where cm's talking about you know with flash and uh you know the because the mother boxes do unite and i guess they it blows everyone up yeah until flash kind of like holds time turns it back yeah and you know gives them that chance to uh to not blow up like it's all of them and then here's what's cool you know like some people might think that it was like very cyborg centric or whatever well i think they gave him a much bigger role but that one was... i i can actually go with that whole thing of him communicating with the mother box. right because he was like technology they built they built that yeah. up and th and this is what i i thought was good about the movie is i was like oh well they built that up and they they're filling our heads with that story because it's going to get to the point where 
where we're talking about uh, the reason why we need to know that about Cyborg is we need to know that about him because, well, he's about to do this thing or whatever. He does that, but what's still neat is that he still calls Superman when he's trying to pull the yeah, boxes apart. Yeah, then I love that. Superman helps him. Then it's yeah. like, then the t- now it's feeling more and more like a team, like we're getting a team by the end, like the team is the Justice League is forming. And then um, obviously that great, like, you know, three-part, you know, destruction of Steppenwolf, you know what I mean? Oh, you man. Get Arthur, you know what I mean? Aquaman just literally drive the Yeah, truck so and- I love that too. So that tag team of him and Wonder Woman, yeah. where there's like no mercy. Yeah. He steps Steppenwolf, then fucking Superman lays him out, and he's flying. Diana like, about to fucking- fly into Apocalypse through the hole. And then, but before he gets through, Diana is just like, let me take this opportunity to chop your fucking head she off. She cuts his head off, man. That was a great scene. I loved it. I loved how Aquaman <laughs> stabbed him and then Dude, Diana cut his head off. And the then, kind of two that are kind of known for that kind of stuff, right? Like, oh, if anyone's going to be killing, it'd be them two. You know what I mean? And then, man, the head oh. it goes to Apocalypse and Darkseid just like stops it with his foot and then just crushes it. Right at Darkseid's feet. Like, and then, no yes, mercy, man. He just. Yes. <sighs> Yeah, I was like, wow, that was a pretty stellar end, I had thought. And they meant that stare off. Oh, yeah. That, you know, dark side to side. Looking down at them at the league. And they're and looking at the league, and you're just like. Deciding, like you said earlier. You know, honestly, I was right a little there. nervous. I thought he was going to kill someone. I yeah. thought dark side was going to shoot the beams Omega at Omega beam blast. I thought he was going to do yeah. that. Interesting. And, and when they closed up, I was like, oh, wow, okay, yeah. okay. And then you know it shows dark side where he's like okay ready let's the get armada. ready yeah. and yeah then that's when you get a better look at granny goodness mm-hmm. you know which I again I flipped to she's in much better shape <laughs> yeah than the comic card yeah. uh, counterpart but man I was like cool it's dark side it's the side it's granny goodness I was like yes and it looks like they're he's preparing himself now. Yeah, definitely, you think they'll, they'll give her that name in the movies? I mean, that would sure, be sure. Why, why not? I don't. I don't get it. I never got I know, why that was her I know name. The name. I don't know the character that well though, so maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, it's just she's some a twisted granny to a okay. lot of like his like, I guess more elite fighters than the parademons. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But interesting. I mean, man, you know that stir off. You know he knows what. What challenges are coming with Superman? He saw what Superman did to Steppenwolf. He saw that Diana, no oh, yeah. mercy, no mercy. You know, and again, it was almost like what we talked about with our NBA episode. It's like when your leader can make the rest of you better and pump you up. It was almost like they got sharper once Superman got there. They were like, we're more precise, we're better, we're more confident. We have more faith that we can win this fight now. It's like you said when you have Michael Jordan in the lineup. Mm-hmm. You just feel like okay, you can win. Or how about this? Jordan goes out uh, at the beginning, at the end of the third quarter, to the locker room. And you think he ain't gonna come back? Then he comes back out. Yeah. You're like, oh man, fuck, yeah. we're fucked, man. Like, yeah, he's back and he's mad or whatever, you know. So, um, great end, great scene at the top, the beginning. They're at the top of the tower. Yeah, so that whole battle scene was really ball. good. You know, yeah, that part was really good. Yeah. That whole fight scene was good. And then we get back to your man. Lex, uh, yeah, apparently yes. he somehow he's escaped and put someone else in his cell. I'd almost pushed him out of my memory I for did this movie, too. and then I was like, "Oh, you again!" I was like, "And by the way, that scene earlier where he's not at the jail, or well, that's that scene right there. He's not at the jail. Like, I just was like, that's fucking stupid. Like that guy, that bald guy, sucked trying to like scare the guard, and the, <laughs> the guard getting scared. Like, 
the guard should just fucking hit him with a nightstick or something and been like, what the, f- the fuck are you barking at or whatever? You know, like that was, I thought that was dumb. But then, yeah, Lex on the yacht. I don't know what this Lex is supposed to be. He's like a snarky, I don't know what he is. He just comes off lame. And man. I told CM that, like, I'm not so familiar with a lot of, like, the villains. So I was like, I wish I could have popped for Deathstroke. I didn't know who he was until, like, afterwards. Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay, Deathstroke. I know enough about Deathstroke to you know, know that, obviously like, you Slade know, Wilson, Wade, Wade Wilson, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. he was the Deadpool kind of, you know, the, the well, joke. Deadpool is the one that ripped him off. Ripped him off, know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was cool. I like Joe Manganello a lot, so I thought that was neat. He looked good. He looked big and cool. But then the info, you know, he gives him he's like Bruce Wayne is Batman. Right. <clears> but you're kind of like, ooh, that's kind of like a where does where does the story for the Batman movie go with that? The the what was going to be the Ben Affleck one? What, where does that story go now with the knowledge that's out there that he's Bruce but Wayne? But then you go straight into the other vision now. Mm-hmm. That's with, right. Where that's he's right. with Batman. Did we skip over the scene where they look at the table, though, and he's like a table? No, 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 yeah. no. Okay. No, okay. No, no. So, yeah. So <clears throat> then it goes, uh, you go right into the nightmare scene that we had. And in fact, part of my mind was kind of waiting for it because I was like, when is that going to come in? Because they have it. They showed yeah, some they showed the Joker. That. Yeah, well, they, they showed, showed the Joker. Joker. So I was like, it was like, so it's at the very, very end and you see that scene. But it's like, it's him. It's uh, Flash. It's Cyborg mm-hmm. and uh, Deathstroke. And, right, and, right. Who we just saw is like a bad kind of a guy working with Lex. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, um, you know, we, we see them hanging out like as a team. Now, if you're just watching the movie, there's nothing that lets you know that you just moved into this other like world. Or well, whatever. it's just like a wasteland, wherever the hell. Yeah, like at. a wasteland. Yeah, they're you know. Uh, now, obviously, you've seen the beginning, the other vision, right? So now you're like, okay, shit, this yes. is more of it, right? And you Joe know? Manganiello says, "Well, uh, sorry, Deathstroke says uh, we got to get out of the open because he's yeah. gonna find us." Yeah. You know I mean? like, okay, you know, and then everyone has a little bit of something to say. Mara's there. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to drive this yeah. trident through him the way that he did through Arthur. And so you like, find oh, out Aquaman's dead. Yeah. 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 And then uh, before the end, we see Jared Leto as the Joker again. Says some fucking Love the interaction. Shit. Love yeah. all that. Yeah. Uh, he says some crazy ass shit to Batman. Like, you know, even some kind of like pretty crude joke. You know what I mean? About the reach around thing or whatever. Uh, but Wonder Woman. Yeah, Ollie dead too. Huh? That's right. They show her dead, getting burned on like a pyre with the Amazons, um, and then Jared Leto tells him, you know, Romero says, you know, to Batman, you know, what do you know about love? You never loved anything or whatever, you know. And and then Joker chimes in. And he's like, oh, he's loved. You know, he lost his mom and his dad and his adopted son. It's like, you know, a Robin reference. And then Batman comes back with, you know, well, you know, he did the you same. Better, yeah. What about Harley Quinn? You know, she died in my yeah. arms. Saying that she wanted me to kill you slow. Um, what'd you think about the, the you know the, the cursing or whatever? They just get oh, in there. Man, I loved it. No, I loved it. It reminded me this like interaction reminded me so much of the killing joke. Like ah, nice. Yeah. I loved it. I loved this probably the most I, I think it's the best Joker Batman interaction. Wow. Okay. Because you just feel the hatred they have for, for each sure. other. And he tells him, I will fucking I, I will fucking kill you. It's yeah, just yeah, weird oh, that Joker's shit. on the team. Yeah. Uh, that's what's weird. Or maybe they're dragging him along as some type of bait. That's kind of what I was thinking. As I was like, maybe he's going to be like, offer him up. Superman. Like, hey, look, we got him. Maybe. The guy that killed Lois or whatever. I don't know, know because or... they, they're they like pretty sure if Superman finds him, they're gonna he's going to kill them all. Right. Right. You it's going to be no mercy. Yeah. You know what I mean, And he does. At the end of that scene, he 
yeah. pops down there. He and shows like, up oh, and you're shit. just like, yeah, the, the red eyes. And then Bruce wakes up. You know what I mean? So the, the but nightmares. like he doesn't like. Uh, it's weird how Bruce kind of like is not too shaken about it. Uh, you know, I I don't know. Maybe he feels like he can still stop it. Maybe maybe they should have put more sweat, make it more like maybe. wet. Like you know, like would have been. Yeah, I don't think that would have been a fucking scary ass dream to, or, or nightmare. To maybe he's from. just thinking, uh, you know, it's not real, right? You know, right? Maybe maybe it won't happen. But I don't think so because at this point he's been having several premonitions he has, and he's like he even though he knows like him and clark are good or whatever but but uh yeah so then you get the scene with uh him and the martian man yeah he tells him war is coming war is and coming. he wants yeah. to be with him and bruce yeah. is like we'll take anyone that you know sure can get and this know? is a recut or a re uh a newly added scene or whatever you can kind of tell because i my first viewing i couldn't tell but in my second viewing i could like you know ben affleck looks like really like more in shape and yeah. stuff like that yeah and uh, people online are obviously joking. They're like, oh, Martian Manhunter has been here the whole time. He waits for Doomsday to pass, Zod to pass. And then, uh, you know, th- this uh, several times he's like, hey, man, I-, I got your back now. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Uh, do we get the scene, double A, with the table where he says, yeah, like, so they, they, like the that's old they Wayne go Manor. back to Wayne Manor right. and he's setting up your. your- Gonna see maybe the Hall of Justice, which you see in the Nightmare Verse uh, feature. You know, right. you're just like, oh shit! So far, everything's leading to this. Yeah, and he's saying he wants to put a big round table with about six chairs, which Diana says, well, with room for with more. Room for more. So that's, that's awesome. Cool. That's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah. So you know, they're gonna be the Justice sitting there. You think him and Wonder Woman have a relationship? Yeah, you get that maybe kind of throughout. What, slowly developing. Maybe that's there. what Joker is calling. Yeah, maybe that could maybe. be that too. It could be uh, that'd be an interesting aspect to it for sure. Um, what else do we get? Do we get? Oh, we get. Well, then we go back to Kent Farm, right? Yes. And yes, uh, where you find out that it's not, you know, the bank doesn't own it anymore. Yeah. Uh, Batman got it. He bought great, it. Great scene. This is in the original as well. And he's like, you know, how did you get the 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 farm back from the bank? And he's like, oh, I bought the bank. I, I bought mean? the bank. And Clark has a great face, like, like, whoa. Okay, like, all right. And in this Snyder Cut, in the original, you just see Lois and Ma Kent going up the stairs. They look back, and it's like this nice scene, and then uh, Clark and and Bruce walk in together. Well, in this version, the Snyder Cut, the difference is is that in the original, Lois has a box in her hands, but they change it in this one, that CGI it, and what she has is what people say. I It looked like a basket to me, like a wicker basket, but people are like, no, you can see there's a little hood. It's a bassinet. Oh. She's carrying a bassinet. And then what does Bruce say? Hey, by the way, congratulations. Yeah. And you're like, what's he congratulating for? Well, she's pregnant. So again, like AA said, all this alluding to the coming doom of the nightmares uh scene or whatever maybe maybe but pretty neat even still even if none of that were to happen it's like they really might not um, yeah in this universe they are saying that she is pregnant and there's a baby coming whether it's you know we hope it's clark's but i guess in snyder's dark world it could Mm. be bruce's but um what an interesting uh aspect you know what i mean to think about in, in in this version so um but yeah, pretty much after that, then you see it in the black uh, black screen, and then the words for Autumn come up, yes, which is yes. Zack Snyder's daughter who did commit suicide, um, very sadly, very tragic. And then who I would say he put together this labor of love for 
And a lot of the themes throughout the movie are the parent and the child. You know what I mean? Uh, Barry and his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark, yeah, that's right too. Yeah, Clark great scene, and, great yeah, stuff. Yeah, Clark and his dad, Billy Kudrow, right? What? Uh, yes, Doctor Manhattan. Bring it back, Doctor Manhattan. Yes. You know, uh, Cyborg. But great scene too at the end. Yeah, when he gets that job. Yes, yeah. I love that Cyborg and his dad. Yes, yeah, so proud. Um, yeah, that scene, fixes. that scene choked me up too with the, with the flash stuff. Yeah, Cyborg. how about him running in the city and just kind of like almost like yeah. enjoying it? Like yeah. you know, I thought that was cool. I yeah. thought that it looked it looked neat. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, Cyborg too. Um, yeah, fixing the the tape recorder so he can have that with his dad. You who, know, so. who kind of uh kind of commentates through the scenes that yes. we just talked about? Yes. So it's pretty. Uh, neat. And then we, we get to uh, uh, the doctor at the end. Uh, he's the one that turns into the atom. The atom. That's he becomes right. the atom later yeah. on. So yeah. they show him becoming the lead. The guy lead of Star Labs. So Star Labs. That's cool too. Very, very neat. Cool Lots too. of cool stuff there at the end of. It'd be Ray Kenneth Cove. Atom. The atoms. Uh, plays a, a pretty important part yeah, in that one. Yeah, too. a huge role in that one, for sure. <laughs> in the gulag. Yeah. Uh, or is it the beginning? The it's beginning. the beginning. beginning. Yes, That's yes. right. The beginning. And later in the gulag. Yeah. yeah. So, with uh, with Kansas. You know, so, you know yeah. maybe maybe in our season finale, we'll, uh, we'll take a deep dive. With I would Cove. love to. You know, I love when we do a show where it lets me revisit something. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I would, so I would be a, we be might a great, do Kingdom Come. That would be a great one. Uh, Kingdom Come, guys. But yeah, so then, like I said, the credits and then the song that plays very beautiful at the end. We all know Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. But this version is done by a different artist, a female. And apparently, she's the same uh, female who sang uh, the song Hallelujah at Zack Snyder's daughter's funeral. Uh, and she sang it because that was her favorite song. So we know that he used Hallelujah before in Watchmen. So uh, it's somber, you know what I mean? But also nice to see this guy who love him or hate him and love or hate this movie got to see this thing come to fruition that was yeah, that he yeah. thought was dead and gone and he got to see this thing bring uh come to life and the reception i've read is mainly positive for dc fans yeah. they feel vindicated they feel like this is the movie that they were missing and that you know all that and then you know obviously now the hashtag is out there restore the snyderverse i still think they still fucked up on a lot of stuff uh, agree i agree i think they just rushed it too much and hopefully they man you know i forget about the dc universe just make the movies make the standalone movies i would want to see some fan out there will do this and when it comes out somebody let me know send me the link but some fan is in this you know how they do it Someone's going to get the color right in between the Snyder cut and the Whedon mm-hmm. cut. And they're going to cut in all the good parts yeah. of the Whedon one. And they're going to cut in all the good parts of Snyder. And we're going to have this super cut that we can watch. And it's going to probably be a really great movie. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. You know, so uh, didn't famously Justin Timberlake do some kind of cut of Star Wars or whatever that oh, he only yeah. showed to friends. So. It was like a, yeah. it was like private screenings only. Like no one ever saw it. But yeah. but everyone was like, it was amazing that did see it. It was <laughs> like he I think he cut together like the original, the the not the original, but the uh prequels. The, the prequels. And they were like it was like one movie and they were like it was so coherent <laughs> and so like better. It cut out a lot of like the oh, bullshit. Shit. I was like, wow, it's pretty impressive. You know, so but um where are we at on time here guys we're right up at against our next break so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take us into our next break we're going to read the last of the comments and then we're going to close out the show uh guys thanks so much for hanging in there with us for uh zach center's justice league it wasn't nearly as long but you know almost uh so uh uh 
if you're listening to us on audio, we'll be right back right after a blip. And if you're watching us on Facebook Live, you know that we're not going to go anywhere. So we'll be right here. We're going to read your comments. Guys, thanks for hanging out during that brief blip. We just read through some comments. Great stuff from the Friday Nighters here. Uh, Joe and Rich and anybody else still joining in at the time. Uh, Rich was just letting us know. I'm sorry. Joe was just letting us know about Rock of Ages uh, being a great story uh, in DC if we haven't read it. He says... Um, he thinks that there's a comic where the Joker also thinks uh, thinks like uh, where Superman thinks like Joker and goes crazy. Um, he says double uh, A, the comic encyclopedia, <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, guys, so that's pretty much our take on the Snyder yeah, Cut. Yeah, so um, first hour I thought was kind of a waste. Mm -hmm. um, the rest of the three hours I thought was really good. Uh, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that Lord of the Rings fight, but... <laughs> Maybe, you know, they could have used it as a beginning uh, for the other three hours, you know, just to kind of show, I guess, about the mother boxes and everything. But yeah. overall, man, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I wish Green Lantern would have been in the movie. For sure. Uh, you know, a John or a Hal or Kyle. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. You know, any one of those three. Um, loved how they made the team. This is probably the most dangerous team you can ever think of with Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, you know, Flash, Batman. That's that's a fucking dangerous team right there. For sure. Um, no, definitely. We love DC. We love the characters. It's just when it, you know, they've hit a whole bunch of bumps and we got spoiled with Marvel. Yeah, we really <laughs> you did. Know, we really did. Marvel really did it right. DC's kind of just hitting a lot of blocks, but you know what? This was a good movie. Um, I, I just hope they can starting themselves out you know maybe if they just forget about these movies and kind of try to start over again and just build it up right do it slow yeah you don't have to rush don't rush to try to beat marvel because you're not going to do it so would you say double a that you're not for restoring the Snyderverse? no no but does that you mean you you're okay with losing cavill losing Affleck? no 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 i wish you would keep those guys do you, think, um, do you think though that you can tell a coherent story with people are going to automatically assume those stories tie together because the actors are the same? You know I mean? But you know what? It's just man, they they just fucked up on those movies so much. I, I agree, and, and I feel almost like the Wonder Woman movies exist outside. They exist and, and outside. And the Aquaman exists yes. outside. Yeah. I don't know how they'll do and this then, Flash movie. Look, but... Black Adam's going in another direction. Captain Marvel went in another direction. I mean, have you liked what the Rock's been saying? He said some stuff that you said almost. But he was like. Get ready to change the way you think about the power yeah. in, in, DC. in DC. And that was very interesting to me because I was like, wow, okay. And you know, you know the rock. He loves Superman. He, he probably he, wants that. He no, wants, he does. He wants Henry Cavill and he, he wants, wants to, to, to be to, the bad guy. He's been yeah. hashtagging Restore Snyder yes. as well. Yes, he has. I, look, I think that there is a world where the right writer can come in and he can make all this coherent and yeah. he can make it be like, okay, this is why that this is what they, you know. there's a, there's a world where that can happen. Maybe it doesn't involve Zack Snyder. Again, I think that he's a great visual storyteller. I think you need a really strong writer on these scripts. And I'm not even saying like the Russo brothers, because obviously they did their thing already. You know what I mean? And, and some people I've heard have problems with their writing. And some there's people have problems with everybody's writing. Of course. JJ like Abrams, was people's darling and then he kind of fucked up star wars and people were like you know what i don't want you no more and then the other guy said i don't know you get somebody to kind of help streamline it all and you put it in the right direction and yeah you get to black adam i mean like you could have a justice league two or three and have him as the big bad i mean like i think that there's definitely which he can be 
Yeah. Blackenham can easily be that big bad. And that's the thing. Very they, easy. They've got to do that right away. Yeah. They? They've got to set the precedent where, like, okay, like, yeah, like, like, you know, Dark Side is very, very bad and powerful and strong. Okay, so it's like maybe you're gonna address that situation, and then you get to this other situation with Black Adam. Yeah. Like, that'll be great. And maybe by that time, your Justice League is a little bit more formed yeah. out. Maybe Shazam is there. Maybe, yeah. you know, if you wanted to add, you know, a Which would be great. You know? Can you imagine if Captain Marvel was in the Justice League? Oh, yeah. By the time they fight Darkseid, can you imagine Captain Marvel being right next to Superman? Yeah. I mean, a Green Lantern. You know Man. what I mean? A Green, Green Lantern, Lantern would be cool. But not even that. You know, like, you want to build up, you know, you, you have... You have the lamest Lex Luthor ever talking about a Legion of Doom. Well, who are you going to get in that? I mean, sure, maybe you get him and maybe some type of armor. You get Deathstroke. It's like you get Joker, but, but you're going to need, gonna, you know. It's weird because it's like the cartoon. Yeah, you can have Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor bossing around Brainiac and Sinestro. But in this one, you can't. How, how is a human going to be bossing around these fucking... Well, the way I would do it... Even though it would be like it would the, have to be Deathstroke, it would have yeah. to be Cheetah the, that the, he that he bosses around. The way I would do it, if it was me doing this, you know, imaginary, you know, uh, future movie, I'd have somebody take out that uh, Eisenberg, like, <laughs> like he just gets narked yeah. by a fucking Joker or yeah. somebody, and we move on without Jesse Eisenberg, and yes, sadly without Alex Luther. But you know what, guys, that story's been told. It has, and again. We're doing way different things than we've ever yeah. done before with these characters. So they're not being a Lex Luthor, not that big of a yeah. deal. You know what I mean? It really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Take get, him out. You know, get, get, bring in Brainiac. Bring in, you yeah. know, Raj Al Ghul. Bring in – you could bring in so many people to make up a, a very, very formidable Justice uh, – excuse me, Legion of Doom to fight the Justice League. You know, because, yeah, it will be great to see them go one-on-one -on -one against Black Adam. But I'm not one that really cares for too much where it's like, oh, there's like, you know – five of these superheroes and it takes all five of them to beat this one guy because it's just been done so much you know what i mean like you know the avengers versus thanos the avengers versus ultron the avengers versus you know it's better when like i feel like it's more evened out you know what i mean like i think that's why civil war works so well is because you have like oh yeah like, yeah you know, the teams clashing yeah. what do we always like right it's like it's always great when like in wrestling when like good guy versus bad guy the good guy wins but it's almost better when it's like man what, what happens to the two best good guys fight you know, Warrior Hogan, Warrior Hogan, you know what I mean? You know, Rock Hogan, you know, uh, Rock Austin, you know, you're like, man, I like both of those. They're my two favorite guys. It's like, what happens then? So it's like, you got to build it up that way, you know what I mean, where you eventually get down to that. And really, I don't even think you have it be Shazam and Black Adam. I mean, it's like, you know, that's a good fight, but I think eventually you get to like, you know, Superman and, and Black Adam or, or... And that's where he wants. He wants you to go yeah, Superman. You know what I mean? And again, I mean, like, yeah, you want to see... We also want to see Superman fight Darkseid or whatever, but we also... It should be a situation where it takes all of them. It should be like Superman and Wonder Woman and like Shazam, like literally hanging see, off the guy. You know what I mean? How, you how know? cool would that be to see oh, like man. Captain Marvel and Superman yeah. team up against oh, Darkseid? It would be great. You know? It would be great. And then the Omega Beam's just flying or yeah. whatever. I mean, people have got to... There's got to be deaths, you know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. Um, I like the Snyder cut, you know what I mean? But I did not hate the Joss Whedon cut like everyone else did. I mean, like again, I didn't revisit it. I didn't buy it. So, as you all know, those are like my two big criteria. So, by that token, you could say I didn't like it. Um, but it's on – now it's – well, well, Double A said it's not on HBO Max. So I, I didn't find sure. it on HBO Max. If it was, the though, cut. if it was, though, I would look at it again because there were aspects about it that I, I saw in videos when I was doing my 
research that were comparisons that I was like, oh, okay, like I don't really remember that. So that's kind of a cool scene or whatever, you know what I mean? But um, do I like the Snyder Cut better than the Whedon Cut? Yes. I feel like there was something out there that existed that I didn't know existed. All I had ever eaten was Little Caesars pizza. And then somebody was like, oh, here, try like Valer pizza. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, I didn't know that there was this. Really great. So I like it. I think it's better. It's a better movie. It works better. It has a better heart to it. And um, it's, it's for me, it's fine. To me, you asked me to restore the Snyderverse? Yeah, sure. Why not? Give me all the superhero movies. We've already got like three Jokers, four Jokers. We've got you know, two Batman we know that are out there. It's like, so what? Let there be more. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I love Henry Cavill. He's big on that shit. Yeah. I love the Henry Cavill Superman. I love the Ben Affleck Batman. I love this Tyler Hoechlin show Superman. I love, you know, both Lois's Amy Adams and this current one. So it's like, I think there's room for all of it. The, the Flash kid, I never seen that show, but I know he's a good, a good uh, actor. A lot of people like it. And a lot of people like it. Yeah. And he looks cool and the suit looks cool. Um, you know what? Ezra Miller was cool enough to they let him go. Cool. They let him go into that, that universe. That was really cool. So let him pop over too. You, you know, yeah. that's where DC can bank because they can say you know what we're not going to be afraid to cross over our yeah. shows and our movies and all yeah. of our properties and make dc all of one world if you do that then you you already you're already doing something that marvel's not doing yep. and it's like you're gonna you can capitalize on that that was to me that was been it would have been the easy move when they were casting this justice league movie it's like yes some people were established wonder woman batman and Superman, but you hadn't before they cast Ezra Miller and all that. It's like you could easily pull in this show thing. Imagine if those show characters showed up in a movie, people would the, the, the DC fans will pop so hard because those have established success. Don't cast another Green Arrow, bring in that guy that's Green Arrow, Stephen Amell. I mean, like, I think people will go nuts for that shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's a built in uh cash right there, you know what I mean? But again, you've got to make that that work out and then. You see what happens. So, any comments come in? Do we get? Yeah, to uh, Joe says he thinks he's watching five times. Uh, Joe asked <laughs> nice. me uh, or asked us, are you saying this team will beat the Avengers? I think, yeah. If you have Superman, Superman can crush all of them except for Thor real quick. Like, honestly, he, he'd go through Cap, he'd go through Iron Man, he'd uh, he's Hawkeye, really your... Scarlet Witch, Scar yeah. Black Widow. I'm sorry. Uh, Hope the way they made him in those last movies, definitely. Uh, yeah, he's a fucking joke. The way they made the Hulk in yeah. those last ones, but but again, and that's really Woman that's really King. Superman being the linchpin of it. You know what I mean? But then yeah. you know, like you have Wonder Woman that can take out Thor, really. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I would be see a that pretty fight. even battle. But now here you got here's a question for you though. With when you're making that argument, we just got to talking about Wanda last week. She's magic. Cannot she not contain Superman? Hmm. Just put some mystical chains around him, drag Shit. him down like she did with Vision. What about Shut Flash, him? though? Flash can probably take her out real quick before she even has a chance that's, to do there's that. There's a possibility. And see, that's the thing, too. There's it's like Flash. Flash yeah. is so fucking quick. That that whole thing where he can move between the, yeah. the worlds or whatever. Yeah. I mean, but This team but, is just it is almost an unstoppable team, honestly. The, the Justice League is a fucking hard team. Yeah, to go through. Now, let me ask you something, Double. What about the Defenders versus? Now, see, the Defenders, that'd be something else. But as far as the Avengers, which I think Joe's saying, I think they can beat the Avengers. 
There you have it. Because Double Superman is, is just that. Superman is the is the look it, in DC and Marvel. And Wonder Woman's no joke. I mean, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She could take out Thor just like that too. In case you know, Thor's full of magic, right? Mm-hmm. He can probably take out Superman, but then you throw a Wonder Woman in front of him, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like you would need Thor and Hulk to go at Superman. You hope. But then it's like no one's left to watch Wonder Woman, and she. You but need then, like maybe. But then the the thing is too is like okay, yeah, maybe Hulk can match Superman in strength, but if Superman was really smart and he used his speed on Hulk, right. I don't think the Hulk would get angry fast enough. No. To after Superman KOs him, I agree. That's a great point. I agree. If, I agree if he really that. used his speed, if he just went boom, 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 boom on the Hulk, Hulk's slow. Yeah. He's not fast. Yeah. So Superman just, I mean, man, Justice League is just, again, it's one fucking hard team. Yeah, it's to a beat. super, really formidable. I think they would beat the Avengers like no contest, especially with Black Widow and, and Hawkeye being your uh, kind of like your weak point. Yeah. I you think know? we got to give Wanda a little bit more. Though, I would love to, Sam. I really yeah, love, would love to. But I think Flash, Superman, I think they. I think they would cancel her out. Yeah, interesting. That's they'd interesting. be too fast for her. Yeah, that's an interesting. One. I didn't think about the whole Flash episode. That's very, very good. That's very good. I, and then, I would love if to that, see that if then you put in John, John can go into probably one of his mind. That's true. You know, that's true. And then that's another thing you have. John's a powerhouse too. Yeah, the whole. <laughs> so uh, now you got Superman, Wonder Woman, and John, and then you throw an Aquaman. Son of it's bitch. funny. It's somebody. Hearing this conversation might be like, wow, you think that the Justice League can beat the Avengers? But it's like, not in the box office. <laughs> Look, the, we've never thought the Avengers were much, honestly, right? Yeah. And you, we've never said, like, Avengers will be our team to to represent. <laughs> no. You know, me and you probably will go more Defenders than yeah. anything. Oh, I mean, that's Silver like Surfer, legit. Hulk, Doctor Strange, and Namor. That's probably our team that we would pick. <laughs> I'd like Marvel. to see that team against the JLA. That might be a better fight. You know what I mean? So that's tough to say. That's tough to say. But but yeah, yeah, I think double A is saying that. I might have to agree with them. And the Superman factor to me is huge. It's huge. Super huge. You know what I mean? Uh, like, Richard says, know. I'm looking forward to the Rocks movie. Superman versus Black Adam will be badass. I oh, think so yeah. too. Totally. Uh, imagine Alfred's voice coming over in Iron Man suit. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, be but great. yeah, man, you know what? I love this cut. It was it was a badass cut. I loved it. I loved how they showed Superman just kicking ass. Totally. Batman kind of leading the group while he's gone. Yeah. You know, I liked it. Yeah, no, I it liked was, it a lot. It was awesome. The only thing, like I said, I wish it could have been Lantern instead of uh Cyborg. Agree, agree. Any version of the Lantern. So, so. again, for me, love the Snyder cut great movie i suggest going to watch it you don't have to watch it all at four hours at once watch it in pieces you want to make it your own mini series the parts are already broken out for you there's six parts i think watch two parts a night uh for three nights or four nights or whatever and still you can still enjoy it it's still very very good very fun i love all things superhero i love dc and marvel uh I'm, i especially love superman yeah uh so you know what i mean for me it's just enjoyable or whatever it's just People will complain. People will gripe. People will find things wrong with it or whatever. It's of course. Like everything of course. bad, there is good things to you. If you go to the Marvel movies, even the most popular ones, even Endgame, there are things that are wrong. We've said it. We we don't like Iron Man 2 or 3. We don't yeah. like 
Yeah. You know, Ant Man and Ant Man and Wasp are fine movies, but we're not going to go back and repeat watching those. Right. You know? right. I'm not putting it on all the time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I, I own mean, that, but you know, the Thor movies, I'm not big on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't hear people talk that much about Guardians too. Like it's like like it's all that or whatever. You know what I mean? So you know, it is what it is. But but the stuff that's out there, sometimes you're just enjoying it for the moment. So yeah. it's like it is that's what that that's yeah. where it is with that. But guys, we appreciate you being here with us tonight, hanging in there with us during the Snyder Cut episode. Uh, we both liked it. A thumbs up. Yeah. For yeah, both yeah, of yeah. us. Thumbs up. Uh, thumbs yeah. up for the Snyder Cut. Uh, again, go watch it. You know, tell us what you think. Uh, we want to hear all about it, <clears throat> but um, unless there are any final thoughts, no, 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 no. I would just recommend watching it. Yeah, if you're a too. comic book fan, <clears throat> if, if, you know, just watch it. It's it's good. And again, there's so much background built into it. You know, what I mean, the the story of Zack Snyder and his daughter and all yeah. of that. Uh, I think there's another, there's a much deeper element to it to see it come to fruition. Watch it as it is. Maybe it's just meant to be viewed as a as a standalone, almost again with. You know, without knowing that you know that Aquaman came out, and without maybe having seen the the Whedon cut, just imagine you watch this after watching, let's say, Man of Steel, the Ultimate Edition, be Batman vs Superman, and then this. Maybe that's how it was meant to be viewed, and maybe viewing it like that, you're like, wow, what's a really great, you know, set of movies right there by Zack Snyder. So, you know, but um, uh, guys, for us here at the Just Another Friday Night Podcast, we like to say couple of things before we go every Friday night. Uh, one of those things being, uh, guys, if there's something that you want to do uh, with your life that you hope that you dream for, that you want to attain, you got to do it. Do it right now. Seize the day, guys. Uh, that's what happened with, you know, I think with uh, the, the Justice League uh, released the Snyder Cut fans. They were like, man, we want to see this. You know, we're, we want to see it. You know, it, we know it's there. We know it exists and it can be given to us. Let's make it happen. Let's make a movement, man. Release the Snyder Cut happened, and they seized the day, man. And and then we got this awesome movie that we got to watch and all talk about uh, a week ago on HBO Max. You know what I mean? The the Zack Snyder's Justice League. So that's awesome. Um, but you also got to know that when you're gonna do something like that, it's gonna be it's gonna take you know you got to do whatever it takes. The way Cap says it in Endgame, you know what I mean? Whatever it takes to get it done. So whether it means you're hashtagging that thing every damn time you get online, release the Snyder Cut, you got to do that. Or restore the Snyderverse now. You got to do that. The same way that, you know, when Zach had the opportunity, Snyder, to redo this movie or release this movie, you know what I mean? He had to go back, put the music on, you know, change the things he wanted to change, you know what I mean? And even reshoot a couple of scenes. That means getting back Ben Affleck, getting back Jared Leto. You got to do whatever it takes. He did that. He got to create the vision that he wanted people to see, and then he got it released. And then that's where we got Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, guys, seize the day. Do whatever it takes. For myself, CM Chuck here at Just Another Friday Night, and my partner, Double A. Adam and Tim Adam, guys. This has been another episode of Just Another Friday Night. We thank you for joining us. Um, and we'll see you guys next week, all right? Good night. And we're...